0: Hey, everybody, this is John St. John. You know, the voice of Duke Nukem. You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show. Why? Because it's awesome. And hail to the king, baby. You know what would be fantastic, before we jump into the show, is to do the score, like those little piano trills throughout the episode. As oh, if it yeah. The uh,
1: you're asking for a lot of editing. Yeah, if you want
2: to <laughs> go ahead and edit that in.
0: I
1: I do it. (laughs) Just ask a question and like while someone's pausing for a second to think about their answer, just (laughs) so
3: (laughs) Uh,
4: although I'd probably throw Bill Murray's in there once in a while. They hate this. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh, which by the
1: way, uh it, it took me it took me a little bit to start getting it going, but that's my new thing is while we're Taking pictures with people is, uh, count to three, go on two. One, two. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> which was fantastic. You. Yep.
5: You're listening to The Epically Geeky Show, a place for all things geeky.
1: Welcome out to The Epically Geeky Show, episode number 150. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight's opening question is... How were you introduced to Ghostbusters? Uh, obviously, you've probably read the title of this episode. We're going to start with the usual crew, and then we will move on to our special guest. So, starting with Ray, how were you introduced to
4: Ghostbusters? Well, um, I, I was two when the first one came out, so it was not that. Sorry to hurt everybody's feelings here. I um, he's in all of us. I, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, no, it was... Um, I I honestly don't remember. It's just been a part of my life. I've always – every time around Halloween, I remember my parents putting it on. I do remember seeing Ghostbusters 2. I want to say I was taken to a drive-in for that one, but I can't remember 100%. Okay. But I want to say that that was kind of a – uh, and then obviously growing up with uh, the okay. animated series as well, that mm-hmm. was that was a big influence into the whole the whole culture that is Ghostbusters. So yes, yeah. it is.
1: Uh, Chris, what about you?
5: Uh, about the same. I don't remember because I was turning three when the first one came out, so I don't remember that. I remember knowing about them and then watching uh, the Real Ghostbusters animated series, and I liked Egon's hair, and I remember Egon. I'm like. I wasn't blonde in the movie, and I remember being like really specific about that and like harped on that because it bugged mm-hmm. me. Um, uh, but yeah, I just remember having seen it, but I don't remember how old I was. I was probably like around maybe eight or nine when the the animated series. So, and I remember really liking that, but yeah, I don't, I don't remember how old I was.
1: Uh, Laney. How were you introduced to Ghostbusters?
2: So I, as Ray, so elo- you know, Ray and Chris pointed out, I'm the youngest, I guess, in the group. I don't know why I'm looking at you. I know I'm younger than you. Um, <laughs> but I actually saw the cartoon first because the movie came out in what '84. Yeah. I wasn't born yet, so um, I <laughs> I saw the cartoon first. Reruns of the cartoon used to come on when I was a kid on Saturday morning when I was really little like two or three um, and I watched those first and I loved it and what's funny is like I remember watching the cartoon first but I always knew that there was a movie I don't remember when someone told me there was a movie I don't remember seeing the movie first I know I saw the cartoon first but it's like I always knew that there was like source material where this came from and I probably saw the movie when I was around five Mm -hmm. or five and I remember being upset because uh Slimer I did not feel was featured prominently enough (laughs) (laughs) because he was my favorite character and I also didn't like that um Peter Venkman did not sound like Garfield like he did in the cartoon that bothered me a lot but I loved I remember loving the movie So it scared the bejesus out of me as a child that the library just scared the crap out of me. Like It was just a lot, but I loved it. So that would be probably how I watched it first. And my dad actually watched it with me first because my dad was very much a Bill Murray guy. So he was very quick to be like, well, guess what? There's a whole movie and we're going to see it. So that was definitely introduced to
0: me pretty early on. Joseph, what about you? uh much like everybody else here is the cartoon they got me first i was only a year old when the first one came out um i remember the cartoon fairly well um you know i remember specific episodes like the the one ghost or whatever that would eat the other ghost and i remember spider being stuck inside his stomach and all that kind of stuff and i think i saw the movie for the first time when it was like on tnt or something like that for uh, halloween and -hmm. then Realized, like, oh, my God, there's an actual movie for this. So I asked my parents if I could go rent it, and then we rented it, and that's how uh, we went to uh, Blockbuster. It was actually Hollywood video, uh, but Blockbuster's probably more. Well, no, the Hollywood <laughs> video, we rented it, Um we watched it there. And then I ended up going, uh, when I was in college, finding a box set that had the first two movies uh, and then the first season of the cartoon show all in one little box set. Oh, so, it's sitting in right behind uh, me. Actually. That's cool. Uh, it has like a comic book that came with it and everything.
4: That's really cool. cool.
1: Yeah. Um, joining us from the San Antonio Ghostbusters, uh, we have Rob. Rob, what was your introduction to Ghostbusters? So I probably,
6: might be the well, I'm not the oldest, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. <clears throat> Doesn't matter. I was five when the movie came out, and my uncle went and took me to see it. And we lived in a really small town. I had that, you know, back then you had a smoking section in the theaters. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs>
2: yes. Smoking section in a box. Um, <laughs>
6: nice. Oh <boy. laughs> sorry, get it right. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm real Ghostbuster. Thanks. <laughs> I had to have my PK meter because I'm a real Ghostbuster. Sorry. I are looking out, buddy. Well, I, was, I was five, um, and my uncle would take us to the movies, and it used to be a segregated movie theater. So the black people used to sit up front, and the white would be on the bottom or the top. And then they turned that to a smoking section. And it was still segregated in my town because I lived in a really small town in Missouri. And but I remember like leaning over the balcony and we're watching it, and the movie coming on, and the um the library ghost comes on the screen, and scared the bejesus out of me. Mm -hmm. So that was, like, that was my introduction. And then we had Kenner packs, and uh, my best friend was, I guess, rich? I don't know. He had, (laughs) I felt like, I had, like, nothing, but I go to my best friend's house all the time, Mm -hmm. and he had Kenner packs, the Firehouse, the Ecto-1, all the figures. I mean, it was... It was a good time back in the early eighties with you know but uh yeah it was um that was my first introduction. and I've liked it ever since.
4: Cool. Uh
1: Bev uh is also a member of the Austin area Ghostbusters with uh, Lainey, Laney Joseph and I. Uh what was your introduction to Ghostbusters?
7: Well I'm gonna proudly say that I am the oldest one here. Because no, I'm going to say it because I'm OG. I mean, my first movie, my first seeing of Ghostbusters was in Corpus Christi, Texas at the Sin Six. Go. I went with a pack of about, I think there was like 10 or 12 of us from the science fiction group we had running then. I mean, in our high school and junior high, we were watching SNL. So we already knew who Ackroyd was. We already knew who Murray was. And we already knew it was going to be a fun movie. And so we watched the movie. I think we watched it. I know we watched it twice that day because we walked out of the first one. We did the strut all around the theater. We went back in and watched it again. <laughs> but you had to do the strut. You had to do the strut walking out. And the other added bonus is, uh, and I remember this clearly because it's the other fandom. Well, I have too many fandoms. But my other fandom is I remember clearly seeing an, a, a commercial for the Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension that was in front of Ghostbusters. And I remember we sat there going, what the hell did we just see? We have to come back and watch this other movie, too. But let's watch <laughs> Ghostbusters one more time today.
8: <laughs> but um
7: but after that of course uh followed through ghostbusters uh gb2 my gang did uh packs for abby AggieCon. So I, like, I got one picture of myself i did find one picture from the old packs that we made that we made out of corpus christi i call corpus christi materials and Starlog, log that's all we had back then mm-hmm. us kid us people didn't have the internet didn't have measured plans
3: <laughs> all you failed children
7: no <laughs> whatever i mean we made what we made that's why i say anyone makes what they make is great um my added bonus is I got to interview J. M- J. Michael Straczynski when he was off making Captain Power. I have that still. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I still love the – I love the real Ghostbusters because I enjoyed it as an adult because I love that they blended in what we liked out of the movie right into it. Plus, I mean, to me, The Boogeyman still is my favorite episode because that explained Egon's complete motivation to becoming who he was. Mm-hmm. And I just love that episode. But, yeah, there's just – I mean, there was this I mean, I've been a ghost – I've been a GB since the, since the light went through the celluloid.
1: Nice. <laughs> Um, well, I'll round out the group real quick. Um, I remember I was, I would have been seven when the first movie came out and I will never forget the terror dog scaring the crap out of me and my brother. And I, I've told this story multiple times. My mom had the bright idea to, um, leave the uh the the light on in our closet in our room so that we would have an additional night light and all i remember is waking up in the middle of the night to this door with a yellow light around the edge of it and i kept thinking something is about to claw its way through here and i'm a dead man so um and i bring that up she's like yeah that was not one of my best parenting decisions So I think it's a fantastic decision. That's amazing. Well, now I'm
5: that we probably would. Hell say. yeah, I would
1: do it. That's. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's my introduction to Ghostbusters. Uh, so tonight, the reason uh, why we're having our special guest in particular is um, I, w- there's been a long lead up to this, long lead up to this movie. Uh, we're going to discuss Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, we've done this with a couple of other big tentpole movies and I felt that this met those qualifications. We usually do it for Star Wars and for um MCU movies. And uh this this qualifies. Like this was a this was a big deal. This is a big deal. Um mm. partially because of some of this number one, uh because several members, almost every member on this panel right now is an active member of a Ghostbuster group. We dress up, we go do events and you know, raise money for charities and do parades and stuff. Uh, but also, uh, even though Jason Reitman has said, this is not Ghostbusters 3. This is not Ghostbusters 3. This is my Ghostbusters movie. Um, this is essentially what we've been waiting for for 30 plus years. So, and then on top of that, you know, we were going to get the movie, and then COVID happened, and it got pushed back. And it's just like, okay, we've been waiting 30 years. We can wait another six months, and then another six months, and then another three months, and then another two weeks. And it's just like, so anyway, <laughs> so um, but anyway, so we are going to be discussing Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, before we start the discussion, um, I wanted to just kind of go over. Uh, I had a possibly once in a lifetime opportunity happen. Um, uh, uh, Joseph, Laney, and I were on our way, uh, with my wife to go do a parade. And, uh, Rob actually is the one who sends me this message. He's like, Hey, have you seen this? And it's literally information going out saying they are inviting certain group members to the New York premiere. And this was happening like two weeks away. And the deadline was the next day. And I just kind of mentioned it to my wife. I was like, Oh, ha ha. You know how awesome would this be? Blah, blah, blah. By the time we got to the parade, she had already planned. She's like, well, we could use this money. We could stay here. We could do this. Like she had it all planned out. And I was like, you know what? Fine. If I get the invite, Cool. Several days go by, it's a Wednesday, it's literally like, I I wake up and I get the invite, and it's just like, are we doing this? We're doing this. So we have everything, you know, set everything in motion or whatever, uh, figure out who's going to watch our cats, who's going to watch our dogs, who's going to watch our boys. Uh, Lainey and Joseph actually stepped up for that, Um, so Mm -hmm. it was kind of like having, you know, training wheels, see what it's going to be like with kids in the future, so... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and then the morning of we're literally supposed to be leaving on a Sunday morning, an hour beforehand, we get a phone call. And Christie's grandmother has had um, some medical issues and she tells me, go, you know, this is a once in a lifetime thing. Go. And I was just like, OK, so I'm going to New York City by myself. And I was just like, I will be honest with you. I was very nervous about that. Uh, so I get to New York, kind of wander around a little bit. And um, I listened to a podcast. It's a big group in the Ghostbusters community called Yes Have Some, and I contacted them. They were having a pre-premiere party, and I was like, hey, if you happen to have a ticket, if something came open, you know – my, my 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 night's free. My wife's not here. I don't know what I'm gonna do in New York City. They're like, sure, we've got one, whatever. So I go to this premiere party and it's at a barcade and it's really cool because you know I can at least I've at least got Ghostbusters to talk about with everybody. And Jason Reitman shows up <laughs> and like I got his autograph, which was freaking awesome. And of course I'm kicking myself. I was like, well, no, I'm not gonna take my ecto goggles that I made because you know whatever. You know, God, I God, wish I would have done that. Anyway, um. So anyway, I go to this party, I get Jason Reitman's autograph, and it was freaking awesome. Well, the next morning, we were supposed to go to the Today Show. That's kind of Christy's big thing. She really likes the Today Show. I didn't really have any plans on doing that until we find out, oh, no, uh, uh, Ernie Hudson's going to be there. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to the Today Show. So I got very little sleep, got up the next morning. I showed up, and I was like, well, I don't know if I'll be the only one here. And I, please, if you're listening to this, please don't. Skewer me. Was it the North Carolina Ghostbusters? I've got to double check that. Um. Anyway, uh, I met up with a group of Ghostbusters there and they were there for the same reason. And I was like, well, I don't want to be the one goofball that's like dressed up like a Ghostbuster away from everyone else. So I kind of wandered over there with the rest of the group. And uh, they're, they come out. And they're like, oh, well, it's going to be an hour and a half before they actually come out and do anything. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, if you need to go get something to eat, drink, something to warm you up because it was cold. Uh, So some of the group kind of steps out. I'm like, here, I'll kind of help hold the line or whatever. And then, when everything goes down, I ended up on the Today show, like right behind Al Roker, and he is apparently a huge ghostbusters fan. um Unfortunately, we were told Ernie Hudson wasn't gonna be coming out later on because it was kind of cold or whatever, so we're like, okay, so everyone kind of disperses. Christy and I were supposed to go to the firehouse um and I was like, well, I'm gonna be here by myself. I'm must go and do the whole tour. What's really cool is the New York Ghostbusters have several of those guys have actually gone and gotten their um uh, tour licenses from New York So they are licensed New York Tour guides awesome. And That's, they give awesome. A spe- That's awesome They That's give beautiful. a specific Ghostbusters tour And I was like alright cool I'm going to do this um, Two quick things I want to mention. My wife and I have been to New York once, about 12 years ago. There are two big changes that have happened since then. Number one, smartphones. We didn't have smartphones back then. So to be able to walk out, pull out my phone and go, I want to go here, and it literally tell me, oh, it's a 12-minute walk, or a five-minute car ride, or here's how you go to the bus, was a guy, you know, game changer. And then the other thing was Uber and Lyft and just to be able to walk out and be like, all right, I'm just going to get in this car. And they're going to take me where I'm going to go and everything's cool. Like that just totally changed being able to get around the city. So anyway, I go on this tour with probably about 50 other Ghostbusters from all over the world, uh, which was a lot of fun. We got, to, you know, I've, I've posted pictures on my Instagram stuff. And then so I go back and I get ready for the movie. We were told our showing is eight o'clock uh, lineup at seven. Of course, everyone started getting there early by the time I got there. Um, I, I did not get picked for the red carpet event, um, which apparently was running late and ran super late because they had a hard time getting the cast together to do the group photo. Um, unfortunately, Bill Murray, it was, was Bill Murray and just was kind of not really like signing anything or shaking any hands. Um, uh, Uncle Dan, on the other hand, constantly keeps wandering off to go take pictures and everything else because it's <laughs> yeah. Dan Aykroyd, and that's what, how he does. Dan
3: Aykroyd.
1: <laughs> <Adroid>. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Dan. Good old Uncle Dan. Uh, but anyway, so it was about 45 minutes late. Uh, we finally get into the movie theater. We sit down right before the – oh, and um, Hi-C is not officially releasing Ecto Cooler, but they were doing out a small run at some of the premieres or whatever, and so I got this Ecto Cooler, and it's like, I'm sitting in movie theater – at the New York premiere with a bunch of other Ghostbusters, I have Hi-C Ecto Cooler, and Jason Reitman runs down real quick and gives this really awesome about three-minute speech. I posted it on my, on my social media stuff, and he says, this movie is for us. This movie is for the people who grew up with Ghostbusters. You played with the toys. He's like, I wanted to give everyone one last ride in Ecto-1. No, I wanted to see what it would be like chasing a ghost hanging outside of Ecto-1. He's like, so I wanted to give that to everybody um and then runs out and watches the movie and i'm just like sitting there like trying to absorb this movie and trying to absorb everything that's around you know going on around me and literally as i'm walking out um i i, I had talked about this before i made a pair of ecto goggles from the new movie that actually work with the camera or whatever and i got i got a picture of Mickey and grace which was bizarre as all get out as it is um but uh, what was really cool was She was literally about to go down the escalator and I was like, "Miss Grace, can I take a picture real quick? And I'm pulling down the ecto goggles and she looks at it and she goes, do those really work? And I'm (laughs) like, yes. And so I take the picture and she goes, oh my God, that is so cool. I can't wait to tell Logan. And I'm just like, okay, well, that was really cool. Um but I come to find out from from some other people apparently the actual prop in the movie he couldn't see through hardly either so i guess mine are technically screen accurate because you're only <laughs> about 75% of your your you know your view is like blocked by the stupid camera so anyway um so i had this i had this insane you know experience you know doing ghostbusters and stuff and then i fly home I go to work next, the next day. This is on a Thursday or I, I'm, I'm home Wednesday. I go to work next day on Thursday for a half day of work. And then I drive to Austin, uh, which is an hour south of here, Thursday night, Friday night and Sunday night to go to the Alamo draft house with the rest of the Austin area Ghostbusters, uh, to do premiere events and take pictures with people. And it was a blast. Uh, that Saturday drove down to San Antonio uh, with my wife, uh, and we were in the parade, uh, the, uh, Alamo Heights parade or whatever. So within like a week, it was just nothing but Ghostbusters. It was insane. Um, and (laughs) then of course the movie. So, uh, with all of that said, uh, we'll just go around really quick, just initial thought. Ray, what did
4: you think? Oh, you gotta put me on the spot. I'm thankful for my name. I, I will say that's one thing that Ghostbusters has done is actually made me okay with my name. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> I, like his name. I hated a, Ray for he the longest it's an time. Just as yeah,
3: well because it's an old man name.
4: And now I'm you know, I'm gonna embrace the old man name because I'm gonna be the old man. So <laughs> you are an old man. Exactly. So it's <laughs> <laughs> um as for this movie, uh is it terrible? I want more. <laughs> no, it's not. Nope. not at all. Okay, that's where I'll leave it. <laughs> okay, uh, Chris.
5: Um, I. It was. It, I've had a lot of COVID anxiety about going out in um, in public settings and things like that. We've had multiple lockdowns here in Ontario um, and things like that. So for me, going to the movie theater was not high on my list of priorities. Especially with streaming services, they have mm-hmm. spoiled everybody. Spoiled the crap out of everybody. You can watch freaking Marvel movie in your pajamas, looking like crap. And, well, and you yeah, could in so the like,
4: theater oh. too. Well, not really.
5: <laughs> um, so and I felt bad because he's been really wanting to go for. For, since it opened up, uh, which hasn't been that long, but since then, and we finally kind of made the snap decision to do it today, and I'm very glad I w- It was worth
4: it was worth going to. I yes. took her to uh, a landmark theater, which is close by, as mm-hmm. close by as you can be here. Um, and yeah, it had the lounge chairs and everything. Like it was yeah. nice. Like if you're gonna, but do I can't it.
5: go back to a regular theater now. You've really
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so real quick, so I took my boys earlier this week, and it was to an IMAX, and I was like, okay, this isn't going to be a true IMAX. This is going to be kind of that pared-down IMAX in, in in Tyler, Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the popcorn was not great. They didn't have the popcorn salt. And I'm like, for an IMAX movie, you would think they'd have recliners. I was mm-hmm. like, this was disappointing. This was not worth the money, the extra money that I paid for the IMAX experience. Like, I could have yeah. sat down in a normal theater with nice reclining seats. And Anyway, uh, Laney.
2: Because so I wasn't there to make the popcorn for him.
1: No, they didn't even have the popcorn salt out. Like they had I the butter, but you didn't no bring your
2: salt. Your own like, weirdo.
1: Because I was at Granny and Pawpaw's, I wasn't thinking about it.
2: Why didn't you take it to Tyler? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, because I'm like Christy would be like, what is that? Oh, it's popcorn salt. Don't worry about it. I would have backed you up. You it won't that. it won't spill on anything. I would like,
2: yeah, thoughts. So for just first initial thoughts off the bat. I was very Touched. I was very moved by the movie, which I feel like it's such a funny thing to say about a Ghostbuster movie. But I, I feel like, right, like, I want more. But at the same time, I will say I felt very content. Yes. yes. If this is the end, I'm fine. I'm so oh, happy. Yeah. I'm the good. Yeah. I feel okay. very just it felt very full circle. It felt yeah. very... I don't know. It was it to me it 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 hit it ticked all the boxes. It was nostalgic without being too fan servicey. It was very very heartfelt but still really funny.
5: Yeah.
2: And yeah, it just it it definitely it it was everything that I had really hoped that it was going to be. So.
1: Uh Joseph, that's
2: I'm going to say about that. We'll get to the <laughs> end.
1: Yes, we'll get into it in a second. <laughs> Joseph
0: I tried to go in there like without having this, well, uh, it's going to be all or nothing, all or bust, I'm either going to love it or hate it kind of attitude. I wanted to uh, enjoy it for what it was, and I was I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. I knew I was going to like it, but I didn't know I was going to uh, say, like, okay, this, this could be one of those things where if I'm going to watch the originals, I have to watch this one as well. Yeah. 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 Yep, gotcha. Rob, um,
6: I want to say so I see that three times, <laughs> and so I, you know, I went first time with the Austin group on Thursday. I met up with them and saw it, and then we saw it at the IMAX of Fan Fest version where they uh, broadcasted the interviews
3: live oh, yeah. from
6: um the the Chinese theater, um, which. They cut them, they cut it right in the middle. Like, they're, he's sitting there talking and they cut it to start the movie. Oh, okay. That's and weird. Like, and they were supposed to be like, you're supposed to be able to log in and, and like, uh, on Twitter and stuff and win prizes. And they had all this, like, stuff you could, you could do. And yeah, now that happened. So, and I'm, I'm with you with the IMAX. Um, I mean, we have a really nice IMAX theater here, the Palladium. It's not that old. Mm-hmm. And, there's no, I mean, the seats recline, but it's not, they haven't been upgraded, it seems like. Um, So, yeah, I mean, the screen was nice, the sound was nice, but, I mean, with everything you see on other theaters, you would think it's time for an upgrade in that theater. Um, And then, so the first time I saw it, I thought that beginning was real slow. Mm -hmm. Like, and I also, so I was like, come on, where's the where's where's the movie at where's the where's the i felt like where's the meat and i know we're getting the storyline and we're following it and then um the first time i saw it i was like do we really need trevor i mean okay he drives a car that's 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 really all we're getting him to drive the car i mean we that's really all we need him for and he's not even old enough to do that yeah so (laughs) so then i was thinking do we really need Lucky? She shoots a proton pack. She turns into a dog. I mean, you really don't get a lot from her, I feel like. So I, that was the first time I saw the movie. That's kind of how I felt. Then I see it again. And I think the slow part went away. I Like, I didn't care if it was slow or not. I just loved it. I mean, I love the dynamic of the family and getting... I'm already learning them. Not learning them again. Seeing it again, and then uh, like the third time seeing it, um, I just enjoyed the whole thing. But still, I feel like do we really need like? I don't really think we need that character. I, I feel like she was. I feel like with this movie, there's got to be a director's cut version, or not even a director's cut because he this isn't cut. There's, there's stuff so missing. There's got to be.
2: There has to be scenes where she was more prominent
6: that yes. works that out yeah. I agree with you or, yeah like I was listening to
1: Jason from um um no, news
6: yes those <laughs> are Jason in his review and some things I agreed with and some things I didn't because I was like because he said you know why do they have the camera in the goggles if they only do it one time so then I I watched his review and then when I went and saw with my my family I li- I thought about everything he said in his <laughs> review I was podcast would to go use them again and right when he would to use it again is when he hit the lever and she flew out of the car out of the gunner's seat so he couldn't use them so he attempted to use them again to take a picture of Muncher, but he couldn't because of the other action that was taking place so I don't know I mean the the part when they started becoming Ghostbusters from then on that movie was awesome <laughs> I, mean, I loved it you know just that first part I but I think that's a Jason I think I mean, I th- well I think that's the um, the Reitman part of it of his own how he directs I mean, like, watching Juno and all that stuff and that that little bit of dryness I guess to get to where you're going mm-hmm. but like the music itself I love that 369 mm-hmm. song just stuck in my head every time I watch that movie. so nice. I, that's that's how I felt uh, Bev what about you? <laughs>
7: Well, I also saw it three times last week because I went to the Cinemark showing on Wednesday, and I will have to agree that one of the big things I did get as a pullback for myself was that Jason was right to hold it back because we needed to see this as an audience. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Because and we needed to see it in the theater together because yes. there are many emotional beats that when you catch yourself going, <gasps> you know, you mean <laughs> that, that oh, oh my God, it's Egon. Oh my God, this is happening. You know, you're in that moment, and you're you're having that experience with a group of people having it with you. Mm -hmm. You know, it was maybe a few people that were like, I don't know what's going on, but most of us were in the mood. We're like, we're all synced into it. We're all locked into what's happening. And the other thing for me emotionally is, I kind of grew up with my dad being a cross of Egon and Mr. Spock, so I've always loved Egon, Mm -hmm. and I've always I've always admired Harold Ramis as a director and as a writer. So. I really enjoyed that this movie was centered around him. I mean, I read, I read his daughter's book like two years, like a year and a half ago when it came out and,
3: mm-hmm.
7: you know, just a lot of it that, that hit a lot of beats for me. And I know we were all bawling at the end. I was, oh, I yeah. did it proudly. Each time like I bawled. A baby.
2: Mm-hmm.
7: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I was at, uh, you know, it's like, you know, the first time the four held came up, I was just, just down. I can do it. I'm getting verklempt again. I'm my little Jewish side that I don't have is coming up. I'm verklempt. <laughs> <laughs> But but that's how it was important to me, because, you know, again, I, you know, grew up watching stripes. I grew up, you know, those were those were, you know, peer movies to me almost because those guys were only, you know, eight years ahead of me, or 10 years ahead of me
1: mm-hmm.
7: in some respects and what they were doing. So it's just wild, um, mm-hmm. wild ride.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, so, like I said, the first time I saw this was in New York with a bunch of other Ghostbusters at the premiere. So I had all of that kind of on me as well. So part of me is tr- I'm I'm trying to be in the moment. And enjoy the movie for what it is and not, I'm like y'all, you know, some of y'all, I, I'm, I'm trying not to have expectations. Hmm. Um, unfortunately, because it kept getting pushed back or whatever, and I understand, you know, they have partnerships with toy manufacturers and, you know, other, other, you know, other things. So like, for example, Baskin Robbins this summer released, um, it was like a a, a green apple slime yeah, or slime. whatever that you could add to your stuff. Clearly, that was supposed to be a Ghostbusters tie-in, but because I guess for whatever reason they decided they couldn't hold back any longer, so they kind of rebranded it as just a slime, and there was, you know, and it lost the Ghostbusters uh, you know attachment to it. Um, so just between the toys, just between all you know, the ads, just between all the stuff that's leaked out, uh, I know I, I was trying to be really good, and but I ended up watching everything anyway. But um, <laughs> but like there was a t- lot why- of.
7: Well, I told you I avoided all the spoilers.
1: Yes, and good on you for that.
7: I, I mean, <laughs> I've been backtracking now that I can, but it's like, boy. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. so bad. Like I told Eugene on Thursday night, after, Thursday afternoon after I'd seen it Wednesday, I was at home and when the stream was running a commercial, and I literally was covering my head again and going la 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 la. la. I went. I saw the commercial. I saw the movie last night. I can watch the commercial now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was avoiding commercials. I was so afraid because they give. I mean, America. I mean, thankfully, I think Reitman must have had. Com- must have been handling the trailers too because all the trailers I've seen now. Did not give the movie away.
1: No, no actually, it didn't. No. Ver- it was nice.
7: Because like, like the other people that usually write the movie is like, Matt Damon's having something bad happening. Yeah. You see all the bad things? You get to watch them again. Spend $10. Some no, of
2: yeah. these bad yeah. things aren't even going to happen, but you're going to come and see to see if it actually does.
1: <laughs> all right, yeah. so real quick, that's one of <laughs> – yeah. we'll just get in hit on this since you've already brought it up. So there are scenes – going back to what you were saying, Rob – there are scenes in the trailers that are not in the movie. Um, uh, yeah. when, when the first trailers that introduced us to Phoebe, uh, like the kids are like shooting Doritos or something at her to show her, you know, to show that, you know, she's kind of an outcast that is not in the movie. Um, one of the later yeah. trailers where we start talking about, you know, him being a Ghostbuster or whatever, there's a very slow pan into the picture of the four guys in front of the firehouse. That is not in the movie. There's a couple of other things in there. And, uh, I'm like the rest uh, of y'all the car like, okay, scene. Yeah. The car yeah. scene. But Trevor uh,
7: says, "Why? Why are you messing with the car? Because it's dr- it's a wagon." It it's work. Totally it
1: right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're just like, okay, well, there's got to be a director's cut of this or whatever. And the so far, Jason Reitman's like, "No, this was my cut. This is this is it." And he said, "In fact, if I was going to go back and edit it, it would be even shorter." Uh, he <laughs> said, "I'd want to tighten it up even more." Um, now, so whenever it is released, we may get some of those scenes, just kind of like, you know, here's extra shots or whatever. But it sounds like we're not going to get a quote unquote director's cut that has all of that stuff stitched back in um which is unfortunate because i do feel after after seeing the movie three times i do feel the way that some you know some other people have voiced it's like okay maybe there was more with trevor and lucky and it it just ended up on the cutting room floor for what we got i thought they were okay it's not like they were just you know completely out there not needed or whatever it didn't but take it is
2: anything away from the experience right It wasn't like ugh, get off of my screen like it wasn't
1: exactly like yes yeah, no. uh but it was like no I, I i liked these it's not that i disliked them i liked these characters i just i i wanted more i wanted to see maybe you know more of their interaction or, or, or so on and so forth so um but okay so anyway like i said i'm trying to absorb it the first time the second time i watched the movie I was at uh I'd, <laughs> I'd already bought my ticket before all the New York stuff had even like gone down, uh so I'm like, all right well, I'm getting up at ten a m on a Friday morning and I'm gonna go watch this by myself pretty much <laughs> and uh yeah, that's when it all hit me, and I just yeah i just i i cried, um there's a lot of stuff to this movie, so real quick before we you know start talking about individual stuff i was there are two people on this panel that in particular I wanted to see their reactions. Lainey, you were one of them, just because of all of the dad stuff. Uh, because there was a, and like that was kind of a real warning. Like you know, it's funny some of the you know groups and stuff. It, like when the movie first started coming out, it was just like, hey, just a heads up, not to give anything away, but um, if you have any not daddy issues, that's the way, wrong way to put it. If, yeah, if you, you have
2: unresolved anything involving
1: with a parent figures, or yeah, just be aware this might be uh, kind of triggering. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other person on the panel was Chris because I wanted to see not that I really compare you to the mom character but just I know how you kind of talked about um, um, Quinn and just like she's like you know she's really smart and I just you know I hope the best for her but she's not and I just wanted to see if you had any kind of reaction that way
5: Um. so with that is not what I thought you meant I thought you like I would just like Phoebe because she's like
4: she's Phoebe's a good character. She's a good right? character. Um,
5: now you say, say sure. now you say that. Um, that's Quinn, oh, my baby. Um, Quinn. He's had a rough hole with social interactions and since we've got his diagnosis it makes a lot more sense about how he sees the world and what barriers come across for him so him and phoebe are different that way phoebe's just sort of socially awkward because she's so smart and so in her head she'd rather be there than Mm -hmm. really it doesn't bug her that she doesn't have friends because it's not something that she's interested in where quinn is like he literally has his brain can't do it right so but he's really smart too
4: we need to find him a podcast.
5: We need to, well, that, yeah, we need to find him a podcast. That kid, I'm like, that's the kid. I want a podcast. I love that kid. I want to be friends with that kid. He was so cool. But yeah, so Quinn needs his own podcast because he's that type that needs um, that extrovert to adopt him into the social group and be like, hey, this kid's cool. And so far this year, knock on wood, it's happening for him. So I think he has found his podcast, and her name is Serenity. yeah and she's really nice he says that she reminds him a lot of his sister he's like she's really chatty (laughs) Nice for him that's really great um but it's always interesting when they portray those kids on scene uh, on screen as you know the typical nerds and they're super smart and they're like locked in their own world and it kind of becomes a bit of a trope and then you have a kid who's really smart locked in their own world doesn't really care what's going on outside and you're like oh <laughs> it's kind of real it's based off something and how do you yeah. pull them out of that and how do you not just see your kid as sort of you just i want to crawl into his head sometimes and see what's going on
1: mm-hmm. he's, gotcha he's yeah. so
2: fascinating <laughs> that's right uh, like,
5: he might not but i would definitely.
1: he's like it's getting real weird in here <laughs>
5: yeah, i'm good i'm set yeah well, because well, he is 13, so, you know, I mean, like, yeah, right. yeah, but I oh, he definitely, he definitely needs a podcast for sure, and I think gotcha. he's, gonna, and they're right. in and around the same age too, like Phoebe's 12 in the movie,
3: Quinn's mm-hmm.
5: 13, but yeah.
4: Phoebe actually reminded me of um uh, Friends of Ours, uh, they have an older <laughs> oh, daughter, yeah. and, and as I'm watching it, I'm like,
3: That's that her.
4: seems like her, like, and it's, mm-hmm. she. She's a really good kid, outgoing, but a um, little bit more outgoing than yeah. obviously Phoebe <laughs> is. But, yeah, I was yeah. like, <laughs> I'm, I'm watching that kid right there. It's yeah. pretty cool. So, yeah. Yeah, but I, I like Phoebe. Well, this is – okay,
1: before we start going into the characters specifically, because I kind of had this broken up talking about the characters, the equipment, the scenes, and then you know maybe any thoughts we have on the future of the franchise. Um, This is a family movie. Mm-hmm. Um, There were a couple of parts that I was a little – not concerned, but just, you know, parent mind was on watching the movie. Um, there are some somewhat sexual references. But I'm like, they're actually nowhere near as bad as the original Ghostbusters, to be honest. Oh, my like, God. Were, I am
2: going to say, I don't, don't have a ghost
3: Five-year-old.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I'm not like – because I'm like, okay, well, when we get to the point where he's like, I think Grooverson is trying to bone your mom. I'm like, I wonder if one of my boys is going to turn me and be like, Dad, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other thing was – um if you go see this movie and it's got really good sound uh there's some jump scares yes uh, yeah, not many it. yeah but i had to specifically like kind of warn them and um there were a couple of times that they jumped that i forgot something was going to happen like um the scene where um she's uh, 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 uh callie has been has already been possessed by zool uh
3: mm-hmm. which by
1: the way how fantastic is we now have the line to add there is no mom there is only
8: because <laughs> <laughs> i have started using
1: that for dad as well even though technically it would be Vince Cortho, but still uh, but anyway uh whenever she does the snap towards you know uh, uh phoebe when she gets close or whatever yeah. that scared him but it was that scene right as she's getting possessed she's down in she's down in the the, the lab or whatever and it's all dark and literally the the, the dog jumps out real quick. Yeah. Um, other than that, I think it really like it's not too scary. But like uh-huh. once again, going back to the original Ghostbusters, like this isn't any worse. And in fact, you mm-hmm. might even consider it to be, you know, not quite as bad because like I said, the terror dog scared the crap out of me. But yes, the the librarian scene was still scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So
7: yeah, that was the best jump scare of the original movie.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah sure so,
7: because I don't think anyone
1: who's expecting it is just like, yeah. get <laughs> her. So, yeah. um, anyway, so, anyway, but, so, but they how, also
7: diffused it immediately with the, oh, that was a great idea. Get her, you know.
1: Yeah. Get her. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, real quick, so let's talk about the characters. We've already kind of talked on Phoebe. We've kind of touched on them already. Uh, Phoebe, I love this character. Number one, uh, and everyone's right. She fucking carried the movie. Like, mm-hmm.
2: she did. and she, did it seamlessly.
1: Yes.
4: To yeah. play
2: such an introverted character who is so cerebral and is so much in her own head and enjoys being in her own head, I felt like she even if they hadn't made her the lead, she would have been a scene stealer. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh
3: yeah.
2: And who yeah. did, not well,
6: like her jokes, man? Oh my god. Fantastic oh god, yeah.
5: Yeah, jokes.
6: What's he it? Those were when he felt I came home, I got four boys, I try to like say them to them. Because I uh-huh. hadn't seen it yet, like you know, I was just kind of just testing the waters, and they're like, "Dad, you're just not funny," and I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, got it, you're getting
1: it, I get this." <laughs> see, I I was trying not to give all of them away, but I did specifically somehow or another, my boys got talking about jokes, and I was just, I dropped the polar bear one, and they yes. got the hilarious.
2: Whatever you that want,
1: it's dead. And I'm just yeah. like, oh my god, I cannot wait till we go see this movie because y'all are
6: gonna love this.
7: And, so and McKenna think, and McKenna Grace's delivery was so perfect because she oh, keeps it. Yes. She's not monotone like Sheldon. Yeah, I'm just saying using Sheldon because it's like you yeah. know. Yeah. You know, we all seen but Sheldon yeah, on Big bang.
6: I, I kind of saw Sheldon like the young Sheldon.
7: Yeah, the young character. Sheldon, yes, but the older Sheldon, no. I saw I more the young but Sheldon like, But you also remember she actually guest starred on Young Sheldon as the yeah, other. Yes. Yeah, she played the 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 almost love interest. Oh, I yeah, know that. Yeah. Yeah, she's been a very busy actress even before this. So yeah.
1: yeah. Okay, so that's the interesting thing. So she does have acting credits before and after this movie.
3: Yes.
1: On the and other she sings. hand, and <laughs> she's saying, "Okay, by the way, so yes, I downloaded the song that she did, uh Haunted House. I thought it was yeah. really really good." Yeah. Um. But so now we talk about podcast, aka Logan Kim, who Angel. came out of nowhere. Had Angel. never done Amy. any acting at all and they were just like he walked on he walked on scene like he's been fucking doing this for like a decade he's like <laughs> all right what's that's next scene what are we having for lunch okay well i'll do this right and they're just like this dude was he like made for never, this like
2: he's the kid at your high school that is always cast in the secondary role but kills it
1: yeah.
4: and then goes
2: on to do incredible things
4: Guy in the uh, Chair, I, I right? Like that's he he reminded me of like that character from Spider Man as well, right? Yes Guy in the chair. Yes. Like he was yeah. just one of those he he's yes. gonna steal his scenes, but he doesn't really carry the plot, which I love. Like those result. are the characters that I fall in love with. Fricky. A lot of I can, reviews, a lot of people have said they were like when they first
1: heard about podcasts, or first started saying they're like, Okay, he's the one I'm worried about. Is he going to be the one that's like, Oh god, why is this annoying kid on here? But yeah. it totally well, totally his character you know. totally okay. worked.
7: Yeah. No, he was—he was the perfect balance to Phoebe because he brought her yeah. out of her shell. Yeah, and he—and he was necessary for both. You know, just to let her know she could express herself too, because yeah. that's the first time she's seen herself accepted by a peer. Yeah. yeah, and we have to almost assume that she did not get accepted by peers before then.
2: Yeah, he fostered really good dialogue between the two of them.
7: Yeah. I mean, when he offered to be lab partners, that was like the first time she's been offered anything.
2: I don't yeah. think we're going to be doing any labs, but OK. <laughs> for
3: sure.
7: yeah. But just the fact that the hand was open to say, let's do yeah. something and be mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. And the, hey, that's just that was a lot of a lot of positivity there. I mean, I enjoyed oh, that it was done. It wasn't sappy. It was just right on. It was just it hit all the right notes for me.
2: It was a really good example of what realistic kid friendships are like. In all honesty, yes. I see that every day, of kids just going up to another kid and wanting to be friends and just being fully willing to accept that other kid's boundaries and yes. and respect them. And, and I loved and it.
5: To the parents, I want to I want to see a scene with, with podcast parents. I want to see these people because they <laughs> made a very cool kid. Oh. Uh, yes. Sorry, I but um, to to the kids. Our dog's being very weird. Uh, to the kids' yeah. parents who've raised kids who go up down. to the neurotypical kids and say, "Hey, you want to hang out?" Those are my favorite kids yeah. because our kid has spent many, many years being ostracized because he yeah. was the mm-hmm. weird kid, and nobody liked him in his old school. We move here;
8: he's it's
5: got a ma- bunch of kids he's got recharging. a bunch of yeah. kids who, you know, come up to him. He's not he, he working on it. He can't really reciprocate the other part of it, but they're like, "Hey, Quinn." come on over and he's just like
8: yeah. me yeah hey.
3: yeah All right. okay i
5: got nothing else going on but those those kids to show it's really important to show those kids who accept the ones that are the outcasts or the weird ones or the
7: nerd or neurodivergent right. ones like it's really and the, other, normal, and, the other, and the other good thing is we didn't see any kids picking on her no which, which i also liked yeah whether, whether she was buffered by by podcast friendship or just the fact that the other kids were too busy, like we're just here at summer school slacking off. Yeah. I didn't like that she wasn't getting some negativity from anybody. I mean, yeah. she got the brotherly stuff, but not,
1: you know. Well, and that's normal. That and is easily normal. Yeah. And even then, it was, it was, it wasn't even that bad. It was literally, how are the jokes going? You yeah. can't, you can't let her do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that that became a quote later on in the movie was, "Don't be yourself." Don't be yourself. Yeah, so yeah, don't be don't yourself. Be yourself. Oh. So, yeah. Rob, you were going to say something. I was. I don't know. Um, okay, I'm, sorry about
6: that. I, no, no. I, I, I would like to just see podcast and her. I mean, yeah. Me, I that dynamic. They were like peanut butter and jelly through the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. You know? yes. it, they are great scene partners. So well, they wasn't forced. No. Wasn't anything. And his movement. I think he must have watched Ghostbusters one and two because I could see even his movement. Ray. You know. Yeah. They're like, not the only one I heard say that. Yeah, when he's carrying the bags and his like he's walking and he like, does that whole thing that Ray does where he throws his head back when he's carrying stuff like he's got those movements down. And well, I, like,
1: I saw a, that that specific scene when they first or they first spy muncher and she looks back at him and he's just like, <laughs> like, that was Ray. Like, oh, that yeah. was that was yeah. freaking Ray. And he, she's just yeah. like, no, we're going on doing this. So, no, I totally see what you're saying. Yeah um all right so we've already kind of addressed it a little bit uh we'll just take them together trevor and lucky um i liked their characters Mm -hmm. but i'm like a lot of other people on here i would like to have seen more i do like the interaction i do get the family i I get the family unit i i I see that being an actual family unit he's like you know he's like you know he's trying to help out he also is trying to be a teenager but he understands we don't have any money and this sucks and I'm just trying to be cool and impress the cute girl and you know I'm I'm doing my best but I'm definitely I'm definitely not the cool kid so which was interesting because if you kind of look at it if you look at the dynamic obviously Phoebe would be the egon equivalent podcast mm-hmm. would obviously be the Ray equivalent, and you would think, okay, well, he's obviously going to be Vinkman. No, he's not Vinkman. He's not. Mm-mm. He's not the cool guy. He's he's the everyman that you know. Yeah. Even though Winston was not a dumb character by any means, but he's the one that has to ask the questions. What are what is going on here? Like, talk to me. Like, talk to me like a normal so, person.
4: So obviously. would that make would that make Lucky be Vinkman? Right.
3: Kind of, uh, maybe.
4: Right. Yep. She's kind of the cool one, right? She's, she's, oh, got yes. a, she's definitely the cool
7: one. Mouth. She's got a smart mouth. Mm-hmm.
4: She's a smart mouth. She's the cool one. She's, uh, yeah.
7: And also, Sorry. Lucky wouldn't have had as much to do if her dad wasn't the sheriff. So it's like that tied in, too. But
6: yeah. I feel like I, yeah. you have this, like, you know, that act, like, I don't know the actor's name for the sheriff, but you see him in That was
7: Dave Chappelle, wasn't it?
1: No, no it wasn't
6: I, Dave Chappelle. I, I thought it was. You, okay. You, I'm you, tired. you see him in everything. I know the guy, like, when I see him. And I just felt like that was a small part, like I felt like there needed like I think he should have been Walter Peck. Like like
1: You're not the only one I've heard say that either. Like he should have had think a bigger one. He should have been the
6: bad guy. Like there should have been more with that interaction, I guess. I mean she tries a shooting version.
1: You know? Which, by the way, when that happened, I was just like, oh, shit, we're going there.
6: Oh, I was what ready for it? that. I was I'm like, do We're going to really see what happens when a human gets hit. <laughs> that's why I kind
2: of wonder if that was supposed to be a bigger piece of oh, the puzzle. Okay. And it just didn't pan out the way that they figured that it would when they finally put everything all together and decided mm-hmm. to edit it out. It It very there was a lot of stuff within the movie that it felt like there were little things that were added that felt like more of a means to an end, like the the um the goggles, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, Rob, like he goes to do the goggles again and he hits the lever for the gunner seat and like that or whatever. And like, that's how like we get from point A to point B to point C to point D. And so I almost wonder if that was just maybe even that was just a part of that. It was. More yeah. in depth than we thought. Like we needed Trevor. Trevor was the perfect extra addition in that family unit because it wouldn't have made sense if it was just the mom and Phoebe. That wouldn't have yeah. been.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, well, like she said, it made her doubt. She like you, that's the conversation she has with Gruberson. I'm fine with Trevor. Like I get along with, with Trevor. Yeah. I just yeah.
2: His dad was fine with Trevor, but then with Phoebe, they never connected.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. What were we gonna say, Joseph? I was say with, with Lucky. Her purpose was to get him to the mineshaft. that, yeah. that, that was the, the, her point. In the to movie. take him to the mineshaft. He, he saw her. He liked her. He got made that connection. They found the mineshaft. After that, it was just she was along for the ride. Mm-hmm. And that, gave, that's the way I saw it. Yeah.
3: Okay.
7: Yeah, because because even even podcasts was giving all the history on the mineshaft.
0: Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah. Because <clears throat> she was like, you know, oh, some guy's got something, and he's like, she acts like she doesn't care, and suddenly podcasts like. Hey, it's all this stuff it's like whoa
2: yeah so it couldn't it could have just been as simple as that and then the fact that her dad was the sheriff was probably more to do with the fact that they're in a tiny town it's like that everybody's everybody everyone is related oh, yeah. to everybody and it's just you know
4: she is fourth generation dumps d- dumpster fire so it's
2: generation
1: <laughs> yeah. Dumpster yep. yeah um the other two characters I specifically put on here, um there's one more I want to add, but uh we'll we'll start with Callie first. We'll we'll, we'll, go, we'll go we'll go heavy and then light. Um like a lot of times a lot of times when you see a character like this, it's really um really hurt and it's just like a lot of times they come across as not likable. Mm-hmm. And I never disliked her in the movie because the she also like was, like she just flat out comes out and says it she's just like you know um you know he i i you know he didn't care about me he didn't care about us and he left us and that's why i'm so i'm so hurt and i'm like okay well at least you're you're being honest and you're you're voicing it mm-hmm. and it, like i said it wasn't the only the only drawback i see is the fact that you know she, it it seems like you know she wasn't she didn't specifically put down the science that you know she that uh, uh Phoebe was into. she just couldn't connect on that, which unfortunately yeah. was like that was her big thing um but she was active you know, you could tell she was actively trying to to do her best mm-hmm. so that's why to me she was still a likable character like I said unfortunately, a lot of movies when you have a character like this that's you know severely hurt or whatever they're written in a way that's just like i i I understand you're hurt and you know you're you're trying to do your best, but Jesus, can you, can you be likable? Can you smile once in a while? Like, uh, does everything yeah, have to be the
4: worst thing in the world? And that's where so. I think she nailed that role. You, you, you appreciate where she's had a hard life, right. And from a young age, she's had a dad that, uh, you know, around. just wasn't around and like picked something else instead of her. Um, she's obviously struggled through to get where she's at and she's still struggling and you can see that and you can feel it. But she still wants to take care of her kids, and that's where that's where that positive t- positivity comes out of. And that's where you the likability comes out of. Like she she may not understand her kids and you know, mm-hmm. especially more Phoebe, but she she appreciates them and she takes care of them it's the best way she can. And she's, she's trying. She specifically says, she, I'm trying. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
3: Yep. And she's a yep.
2: realistic yep. mom. Yep.
4: Yep. Yep. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. yes. You know, especially for one that's gone
4: through everything that she has. Yeah. Yeah.
2: One thing right. I really appreciated, too, about her was when they get her from the mines and she's in the car and she's so excited to tell them all the stuff that she's discovered. And, you know, she's like, you know, she's just going to like, yeah, well, we know, like we know. Da, 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 da. And then my favorite thing in a movie is when a supporting character asks, like, well, I'm in. What can I do to help? Yeah. yeah, I love that. I love that it wasn't an adult being like, "Don't worry, everybody, I've got it handled." It's <laughs> dope. I'm down. Well, Can I? I think
1: the, the switch flipped on that when she, whenever Phoebe specifically goes, "Hold on," and jumps out of the side of the vehicle and blasts the terror dog, and then comes back in like it's nothing. Like, "Oh, I've yeah, been doing yeah, yeah, this for yeah. years. It's fine." It's I just like, it. "Okay, the kids know what they're doing. The I'm just going for the, the rock.
2: They got it. We're good.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, Gary Gruberson.
2: <laughs>
1: fantastic name. Angel. Fantastic yes. casting. Like he's us. Yes. Yes. He's us
2: yeah.
1: in the movie.
7: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. He's the except same. we're
7: not except we're not the sexiest man alive. Now we have to get um, that true. We have to accept that. I mean, like, you know, like
3: speak for
1: yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I loved his character. I, Lainey, I, I um. Christy has not seen the movie. We may go see it tomorrow. Um, your thoughts on him being a substitute teacher? Live. I live. I would
2: let him sub my class anytime. I would have to explain to him that he cannot show them horror movies because I <laughs> would get fired. That was the best.
3: That was, but the best.
2: I oh, that was perfect. But I was like, I would be fired. I would be fired so fast. Really?
7: That's why my favorite line was that she thought he was a football coach. Yeah.
2: yeah. I was, yeah. I he like, I to take right. it. I was looking like, over at Joseph on that one too. Cause Joseph was a math teacher in a football.
7: coach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying at my high school, we knew the football coaches were like the easy, easy A's. I mean, you yeah. could walk in there and be like, here's the book, here's the paper. You fill this out. Oh, it's the same exact words. George Washington was the blank of our country. Yeah. Of our co- I okay. i have turning in my paper. Oh Thank you.
2: Well, and then when like, she's like, you're a seismologist. I was like, well, of course he is. He's not a real substitute. <laughs> yeah.
3: Just,
2: yeah, it was very funny. I also i i love I love Paul Rudd so so much. I just oh, I love him. But when he walks into that Walmart, I was like, I, that's just what he walks like. That's the way he walks. He's not even playing a character right now. He's just no, yeah. being Paul Rudd. Like mm-hmm. happy to be here, <laughs> yeah. just excited. I, golden Retriever human. He's I, yeah. I
0: happen to think that once he was possessed, uh, that he nailed the Rick Moranis like walking yeah. around like yes uh, yeah.
1: he did yeah. that was fantastic <laughs> you're absolutely right he did nail that
0: yes so yeah
1: um right. the other character i wanted to specifically bring up and we're gonna li- we're gonna save the legacy characters for a little bit uh although technically i guess he would be a legacy character um Zool. oh i'm sorry not Zool, i mean uh, uh gozer Closer. there. you go. Yeah. I think they did a fantastic job. They did. Oh, DS. god, yes. Yeah, costume, um,
6: costume wise, I... too. Oh, yes. Oh, everything.
7: Everything.
3: everything. The, the hair, cool. the whole.
7: Spirit. I mean, even who they picked for the voice. I mean, she's an, I mean, that's an amazing voice. I mean, actress from The, the Expanse doing the voice. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Well, yeah. And the, the special effects that they did as well were the, the electricity. The, drew yeah, and that was, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah.
7: yeah. Awesome. They made it perfect.
2: I kind of felt like the special effects that they did for all of that, I don't know if I'm totally off base and if I'm just imagining this. Obviously, it's going to be better than the 1984 movie. Yeah. But did anybody else feel like it kind of still, it wasn't super far off? Oh No, no like- so they yeah.
1: specifically went back, like uh, Jason Reitman has been quoted as saying, he's like, we went back <laughs> and looked at the original prints, like the the, the colors, you know, whenever... Whenever the the town starts getting taken over and the the streams of light going through, those are the exact same colors yeah. from okay. Ghostbusters and it's stuff. It's like they,
2: they, they did the same thing, but it's like they just turned they like put like an Instagram filter on it
7: to make it just yeah. look like mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm.
1: a little sharper. <laughs> and, and, yeah.
7: and, and they didn't leave any artifacts for us to see later.
1: Yeah. Yes, which I, I I'm okay with. So
7: I'm I just saying, I mean, they, I mean, it's like it's a cleaned up version. I mean, it's it's yeah. they, I mean, they enhanced it in a way that made it made gozer seem more real. -hmm. I mean, like I mean, like when goes. I mean, like I said, that's the other jump scare was when goes went, you know, and said goodbye, Evo. You know.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, do y'all know who Evo Shandor was?
7: Yeah, Yeah. I I I do from I read the game stuff, but I was like,
1: wow.
2: No, it freaked (laughs) me out too hard for me to look. Right, Adam. What? I know what. I told uh, uh, his uh, it? face? JK, it's J.K.
1: It's the Simmons. guy. It's J.K. Yeah. Simmons. It's J.K. Simmons. Yeah, J.K. Yeah. 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 Oscar,
7: Oscar yeah. winning. Oscar
1: award Oscar winning. Oscar winning J.K. Simmons. Oscar, J.K. Oscar. Yes. Oscar yeah. winning
7: J.K. Simmons. Because I leaned Which over Which is back.
1: literally, okay, we want you to play a corpse, and then you're going to stand yeah. up, and you have one line in the movie, right. and then, oh, by the way, yeah. that was a practical effect. Yeah. Like, they really, apparently, they yes, really, Jason Reitman said they're like, they did a body scan and they basically built it, and then they're like, we'll just put a bunch of goo in there or whatever. Because he was talking to the special effects guys, and they're like, well, we've got quite a bit of the budget saved aside for that part. And he's like, oh, no, we're doing that practically. And they're like, well, what? <laughs> he's like, no, <laughs> I want gosh. her to literally rip him apart. Well, that's, that's
3: the yeah. kind awesome. of
2: stuff that made it feel the same as the old ones,
1: I feel like. Yes. yes. Well, even the puppeteers. Yeah. all puppeteered and stuff. Yes. and Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my yeah. boys were asking. They're like, "Well, how much of that was computer, Dad?" I'm like, "When the dog's running, that's the computer." I'm like, "But when the dog's like just sitting there, I'm like, no, that's that's
4: like four guys yeah. in there with a
1: puppet."
7: Mm-hmm. And
4: stuff. Not so. more. Speaking yeah. of that though, when they and when they added in right when the claw hits the Walmart floor and scrapes across, and I'm like, "Damn, they didn't do that in the first movie." <laughs> so I had to go pee,
5: so I didn't see that. <laughs> oh part. yeah, she's so some-
4: uh-huh. She missed. Oh, I saw
5: the beginning of it and I'm like, damn it, I can't hold it anymore. This is why we can't arrive early to movies because I drink all my stuff.
4: Which we didn't. It was only 10, 15 minutes early. Which is
5: really late for you. Yes, it is. She was panicking.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a half
5: hour
2: early kind of guy. Anyways. Bentley, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> all are. Chris and I just have to go see movies ourselves.
7: Yes well we that's do. why I'm, I'm hoping even if we don't get an extended cut that they give us a lot of the behind the scenes stuff that they did yeah,
3: yeah. oh I'm yeah. sure they would yeah well, I mean
7: especially since we've seen some of the you know the bigger reveals in the last couple of days on certain things
1: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah uh including one of the things that I just recently posted about originally originally it was thought that he stood in for egon but um it was just with the cleanup shot whenever we're seeing Peter firing up the proton pack that was that was uh his dad standing in for that it was yep. just like that's
2: amazing <laughs>
1: Perfect, How fantastic that you people are like, Oh no, we're gonna do this for that, so get him in yeah.
7: that. Well, well, he's also the same build. I mean him and him and Harold are a similar yeah. build all this time.
1: Yeah. um, I want to kind of go touch over some of the equipment the p k e teaser that was actually <laughs> dropped before the movie right before the movie came out just a couple well maybe a month ago because they came out with the new p k e meter that's blue, it's more Based off of like the you know the original Kenner toys or whatever, but it says PKE Taser on it, sure. and there's yeah. a part where they flip up and everyone's like, "What the hell is this? Like, are you gonna, yeah. uh, are you are you shocking ghost or whatever? How does this make sense?" And then of course, watching the movie, totally makes
4: sense. Um, that's so, that's so yeah, so, especially the mom's reaction after she's possessed. It was like, "Oh, oh yes, yeah, this is it knows." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it, it definitely knew.
1: Um, uh. The, the, this is actually when we talk about the scenes, but uh, the proton pack. So Adam Savage uh, got to do. He actually is the one that designed the the uh, the Amazon death, death whistle. whistle. Yeah. Uh, there are some it. prints yeah. of it out right now, not working. Apparently, some people are going back in there and editing the print so that it will actually work. And I'm like, I, I may have see. to print I one of those. I ho- saw one
6: today. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, saw print. one too. Yeah, he took two together and he was making it functional. Oh,
1: uh, I'm gonna have to find that file. So, so that's cool. I'm There's not gonna blow out the out damn there. thing. I just want it. I blow
4: it a lot. What's yeah, that was pretty cool, and yeah. that's totally something Ray would have done. Oh. He would have he would have totally used that at a ghost. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Um, oh,
1: yeah. let's see here. Uh, the pack. So in in the behind the scenes stuff, we actually you know the in, instead of having just the lights that kind of go around, it was a light that moved around. The prop building community is losing their damn shit. Some people have already, like, done some of them, and they look fantastic. Yeah, love uh, that. yeah that was awesome. And then, and then I, you know, I don't know how much y'all are into it or whatever from the lore. Uh, from the original movie, when they're in the elevator scene, and he tells him, you know, switch, switch me, on, me on. And he, mm-hmm. he does something. We don't see what it is. And it's never been part of canon. And then Jason Reitman was like, no, we're going to go back and add that. So a lot of Ghostbuster people are, like, going back and adding that part to their <laughs> – to their packs. they're like, right? "Oh no, I have to have super a switch. glue
7: this switch on there really fast." Yeah. So, well, well, like I told Eugene, and he saw it on my steampunk pack. I mean, I have a Frankenstein switch. Yeah, oh yeah, my, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, she has like an old like.
7: And when yeah. and when we did and when we did our '89 Ghostbuster packs, I mean, in Corpus, I mean, you got to remember in '89 we did not. I mean, seriously, we were working off Starlog magazine. Most of the pictures Starlog had was from the night shot, so you had nothing but the basic shape. Uh
3: uh-huh.
7: And so we were basically working off what we could find. So I decided, you know, that was the easiest thing to use was a. Was a big old. We used Frankenstein switches for that too, because we that way when we did do the elevator scene at AggieCon that year, <laughs> we were in Aggie, We were running around doing it, the scenes everywhere with that. But yeah, that's. Nice. I, I I mean, switches are good.
6: Um, <laughs> I mean, a couple other quick so, things. Oh what? So I mean, I know they put that switch in, but in the scene he's looking down
1: that's the thing he is looking down so and okay, i think me, they discussed it they're like this is the this was the only place that kind of made sense to put it yeah so but
6: then but then going back to the pke meter um did it look fatter to you oh yeah, no it, it looks is like mine I mean, it, it is, is definitely, definitely the thicker so this is maddie's right mm-hmm. that's the original right right the
4: yeah, yeah. But the the new one's got a taser too, so I wonder if that's. why. It definitely looks like it's a little thicker.
6: The
1: main thing is is being able to flip the arms forward. Like I yeah. think that's what's adding the. And bolt it's to got it.
6: that red button. Yeah. yeah. Right here,
1: see, so. I'm hoping we're going to get. I'm hoping we're going to get a screen accurate version of that yeah. one. So.
6: Okay. Well, we I'm I'm hoping if if the pack goes really well on Hasbro Plus, a pulse. Sorry, Hasbro yeah. If it that. They will go screen, they will go three d scan some more stuff, oh God, yes. that' cool, yes. yes, which brings I mean, me to the next, like,
1: the next the next prop I wanted to bring up was the r t v um yes, I'm still sure. going to make an r t v okay, so on my ecto conversion, I did uh something from the game, which is technically not canon. whenever we're getting into that, um, and I have essentially what's a giant ghost trap on the top. Of
6: I love it, it. which is yeah, fantastic
1: for. So cool. It's fantastic for parades. It looks awesome at parades and events and stuff like that. What was funny I'm was just walk
2: around a con with uh
1: at the uh at the um, at the uh draft houses they all they allowed me to park like right in front or whatever, so as we're like standing there inside or whatever, I see people outside starting to take pictures with a car, so I'd reach on my proton pack and I'd, I'd hit the button and I'd have the smoke going and sometimes they'd see it sometimes they didn't but anyway, um that totally makes sense like if you were in a city. Busting Ghost, it would make sense to have it like on the car. It's outside. You're going through the streets, whatever. But if you're out in the wide open field or whatever, yes, having a remote control t- trap would be
4: fantastic. Mm-hmm.
1: Um And yes, I am going to work on that. It's it's on my to do list. But
4: so, so you're going just are you going to get it to drop from the car too? No, I'm not quite that.
2: <laughs> Listen, if just he's going to do anything to the car, down. I want a gunner seat. I'm putting in my request now.
1: <laughs> so. Raise the person. I I, I I had some back and forth with him on designing my roof rack on my on my uh um ecto and I was like, well, I'm limited. I've only got so much space. I've only got about seven inches more I can play with, and I've got to make sure I can pull in and out of the garage. And he's like, well, why don't you just put like you know hydraulics on it? And you can just drop it down when you pull it out. I'm like, I don't think Christie's gonna go for that. So I <laughs> don't know. Yeah, well, I'm just, just say
2: it. <laughs> <Brace>
4: my <laughs> what, hand,
1: What hand
4: are you doing now? The idea man, so <laughs> we can right, turn so that seat seat suicide man. door in the back, and then the, the, the gunner's like, I'm telling you, I have always wanted a car with a with a suicide, <laughs> just saying, these yeah. are things we can do, huh? Yeah,
1: um, <laughs> anyway, um, uh, and then, the, uh, and then of course, the Ecto one itself, um, seeing it beat up, and just and I love that scene at the very end where Ernie Hudson's just like, What did they do to you? Like, do you? I'm gonna uh-huh. take, you home, take care yeah. of you, you're my baby. Um, but just seeing, okay, so uh, yeah, the, the, everything, there were so many things and I've, I've even seen some people said some of their favorite parts of this movie was the fact they're like, I never felt like the Ecto got the just desserts it needed in the original movies. Like it was there. It was cool. It's mm-hmm. iconic, but it's, it's just kind of there. And they're like, in this movie, it was important. It was very important for this movie. Um, Okay, so anyway, so talking about the equipment, let's talk about some scene. Well, I'm just gonna start off with the opening scene. Um, I was I was already like when this movie started, I was already nervous. I was just like, okay, we're not getting full, full frontal of Egon, but I'm what not, we're getting is okay. And I'm like, movie. I'm like, okay, I'm okay with what we got. I'm I'm glad we got in the shadow, because yeah. uh, that's yeah. been one of my biggest complaints about some of the Star Wars movies. It's like you know. If y'all want to digitally age or digitally put in a character, that's fine. But maybe we don't have to have full front just right in on their face. Like maybe we right. can have
2: them. Grand Moff Tarkin ruined
1: me forever. Moff Tarkin, that's a particular one because I was like, they could have easily had him staring out of a window and just kind of looking over his shoulder for his line. Way
2: scarier or, too. Or and even, it would have
1: looked fantastic. But the they back had to go yeah. yeah, you could you could do a reflection right. Yeah, and that would have looked good too yeah there's a
7: lot of ways they could have handled it they didn't do Yeah,
1: but they didn't do it but they i think they did this really well okay so egon goes in and i'm like and there's still a lot of debate online i was like okay so did the terror dog kill him and he just managed to zap it out or did he literally kill himself in order to and i don't think it really matters one way or the other but it's just like Okay, so we're starting Ghostbusters,
4: and we're literally watching Egon die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, stream. cool.
2: Great start. Yeah,
4: yeah great yeah. start. So. I, don't, I don't think he killed – I think it was a, a heart attack after being – I do, too. Yeah. 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 Zapped, yeah. So.
7: But, we also saw, but we also saw Egon being a badass all the way through. That's oh, too.
4: Oh, yeah. 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 yeah.
7: yeah. And
5: I liked that because, because Harold is no longer with us, it was yeah. sort of like this nice this is why you're not going to yes. see him. Yes. I like the shadows, I like that you're not seeing because I do have a problem. Like when they did all that de-aging and with the Star Wars stuff and all that stuff, when they do the close up, it's like, okay, we get we have we, new technology, isn't that all fun? Let's not abuse it.
3: Yeah, Let's <laughs> not make like everything right, horribly. Like a so i character. Yeah.
5: So I appreciated yeah. how they handled how Egon was going to be. Told yep. yes. to this and I really like that. And because
4: um, you yes. can't tell without so. him, you can't.
5: You absolutely can't. No. And so I liked how the, the how they started it off with Egon.
7: Well, I think um, that just that just shows Jason's respect because remember he, yes. he's been quoted now several times how he's involved with the family, you know, making sure Ramus's family was okay.
3: Yes, and, and
7: like, yes. I mean, what well, I mean, they were they were cousins. I mean, in a way, yeah. they're like cousins, and I think that showed his love for Harold. It showed his love to the family, mm-hmm. and it showed his love of the character for all of us.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And supposedly the second person he's been quoted as saying the second person that read the finished script was actually Violet. Was was oh, Harold's that's daughter. Good. Yeah. Because he was like if she doesn't sign off on this I'm not taking any further. So. Exactly. Which is, when
2: when they go to all that trouble, I feel like not only I mean not only is it nice for the family, but I feel like mm-hmm. it's nice for the fans because I don't yes. think the fans especially within this franchise would have wanted anything
7: that didn't do anything but justice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Her, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's why we all ended up in tears at the end, because it was it was it was it
2: was a perfect send off. It was poetic.
1: We we Yes, we did. And yeah, we'll get to that here in just a minute. Um, (laughs) So when they're in the field and she fires up the proton pack and we get the the, you hear it cranking at the sound. I don't know. Uh-huh. I'm sure it happened all three times, but I literally can look down at my arms and just see the hair raising. Oh yeah. That was one of my,
7: that was one of my, yes, <gasps> <moments.
1: gasps> that was one of those. Oh my God, this is happening.
6: That, things this is actually a ghostbuster movie. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, that was another huge sc- scene. Um, Jason from ghostbusters news.com. Um, He's always said he prefers Ghostbusters 2 over Ghostbusters 1, but just like a little bit. He thinks some of the scenes are more fun. And I I, I, I see where he's coming from. He's like, my, favorites, my favorite ghost chasing scene is the Scolari brothers. He goes, it's just such a fun scene in the thing. Yeah. He's like, I, I actually prefer it over them catching uh, Slimer. He goes, this may be my new favorite this chasing uh-huh. muncher and i'm just like dude <laughs> no one's gonna say boo about that man because that yeah. was such a was, fun scene yeah, yeah it was
3: fun
1: yeah the whole yeah. the whole thing the whole you know we get that quick break where trevor's back try, he's trying to get the car started and you know Grandpa's like all right let me fix this little thing here you know twist yeah. the wire back on there and it fires up and of course he slams the hood and he's just like what the hell's happening but anyway um and then, of course, everyone, I, I think everyone like me that, you know, I'm not a car person, but seeing the Ecto flying into the air is just like, oh my God, they're going to destroy this car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to bend in half. Because you can see been, when it lands, the, the front definitely it, uh, it yeah. splits.
6: It went. It yeah. went. And I think, okay. I think Jason talks about that on an interview. Because mm-hmm. I came to mind when they were talking about having so many, cause mm-hmm. they had like three different Ecto's. Yeah, yep. and then they had the one where it's like split in pieces, where they could move it around when they did their shots and stuff. Yeah, they they could take it in parts, and they they I think they talked about it actually did like it ruined the whole front end on that car. Yeah, oh, yeah, it had that. to. There's no
7: way it <laughs> yeah. couldn't have.
6: No, I mean yeah. that car is so heavy. I mean, I was gonna say it's talked about that V8 that's in it has already a hard time pulling it anyway. Yeah, because how oh. heavy the car is. it's a Corvette. It's a
7: Corvette engine. Whatever yeah, that's that right. Is.
1: They put a Corvette engine so because Adam Savage was just room, like, room. oh yeah, my got- God, this thing's a
6: monster. <laughs> oh, you have to drive it. it. Yes, yes.
7: Yeah. I mean, the only thing yeah. I questioned was how good the tires were because it's like the whole car had been held under. I had to sit there and go, the tires aren't rotted?
1: Uh, yeah, because yes. when it does slide, I was just like, there's no way in hell. But
7: yeah, anyway, but that's one of those. Okay. I'll let that go. That's cartoon physics. Go ahead. Keep going. Yeah,
2: exactly.
3: Magic. Yeah. Magic.
1: Magic. Um, was, A couple was, other quick scenes that I just wanted to mention, then we'll just kind of throw out there for other scenes I want to do. Um, Did anyone like literally? I think I literally grabbed my heart whenever Ray Stan says, Egon Spangler can burn in hell. I just uh, thought. I, don't
6: do. they I thought. So this bad about
1: is it. not it the movie like, you said we wanted. This is not what like, you promised, Jason. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was like, okay, but something's missing because he yes. did it for a reason. So there's obviously, he left in a rush because nobody believed him. He's like, fuck you. I'm going to save you whether you like it or not. Yeah. If I have to do it myself.
6: So I'm hearing think, him say that. Like, yeah. I was just oh. like, oh, that's okay. Oh,
2: it felt like so, someone yeah. talking about like your mother or something. I was like, yeah.
1: Pardon me? So we're going to fight. That's the fan fiction. Oh, not even fan fiction. That's the the non-canon story that we've gotten for everything else. Like, even if Peter went on to go do something else because he got tired of being a Ghostbuster, even if Winston went on to do something else because it was still always supposed to be Ray and Egon. Like, that was... Yeah, they, they, exactly. they were brothers. They were brothers. brothers. That was never supposed to be the ch- and to hear him flat to be him the one that says it. Not yeah. Peter saying, Oh no, Egon went crazy wow. and, and did whatever. Wow. To hear Ray stands go, he can burn in hell, and then immediately turn and just was sort of like, oh man, oh man, and just what's funny is is um. Oh God, what's his name from? Uh. Uh. Yes, I have something. He's like, but I totally see Ray dance just like to a total stranger on the phone explaining everything uh, that fucking. Happened. Yeah.
8: Give oh, that
2: full life story to a child that to has a child, yes, like no idea who this kid is. Just yeah. well, actually, let me go ahead and explain to you. I'm like, well, you almost hung up on her when she asked you if you were one of the Ghostbusters, but this yeah, you're gonna tell.
1: Exactly. This and you're gonna. Now it's know. like, oh no, okay, yeah, sure. So. <laughs> well, actually. Uh, uh, and then let's see here. I had one more scene down on here. Um, uh, the final battle, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Any other scenes in particular anyone wants to bring up?
5: Wow. Um, I think the first time my daughter saw Finn Wolfhart on the screen, she may have swooned a smidge. <laughs> <laughs> oh. A oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I don't know.
4: I, it was all sort a wonderful to, yeah. blur
6: of. I just
4: really liked it. See, and I, I the, didn't all, mind all
6: the ghost scenes with uh, Egon were. Um, oh yeah, I like, He's like the light bulb. Yeah, and, he's the light bulb. I wasn't
1: I sure yeah. how I was going to enjoy seeing that because I mean there was rumors that that was happening because we saw that in one of the trailers. You see the you know the, the yeah. thing move and somewhere then the rumors started going. Oh well, Egon's gonna be a ghost and he's gonna
0: manipulate things and it's just like. No, that's not the movie we're getting. Shut up, that's stupid. And then you what watch it and you're 100% like,
2: "100%, what he would have done?" At one point okay.
0: time, to me. If she starts playing chess with her dead grandfather, I'm out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, like, so happened.
2: help God, I'm leaving and then I loved it. Then that was like my favorite part of the whole movie.
7: Oh yeah, yeah. and the minute the minute he was there to to support her at the in the battle had me just going, Ooh! Yeah. I, yeah.
6: yeah. Well,
7: that was okay. my total. That was my total. Oh my god." I,
6: I think that led to that though. I think that you're oh, getting yeah, grandfather yeah, built in. Yeah. Hey, let's sit here and play with a proton pack
0: together. Let's, yeah. you know, where's oh, the. That, that where's saying, how work? did you build a cyclotron so small? That's what I mean. All degrees. All <laughs> degrees. All Which, are- by the
6: way, I
1: didn't know this. Someone had to point this out. That was another link to Ghostbusters 2 because, yes, I was one of the people that was questioning whether or not Ghostbusters 2 was technically still canon, even yeah. though Raise Cult there. does not show up in the second movie. My biggest problem with it was they talked about. New York, 1984, over and over and over again. And I'm like, did everybody forget that there was like, you know, an entire Lime. museum covered in yeah. slime and the statue of Liberty, literally fucking walked through downtown Manhattan. Did because everyone it, just not think about that?
4: It was, but was
1: like, it was storytelling. It didn't have to be there. You yes. didn't want to confuse. People. So I'm like, okay, yeah. that's yeah. fine. I just want to hear someone official say it's definitely in there. When Jason Wright was like, oh, no, it's definitely in there. I'm like, cool. No question. Yeah. I'm done. I'm well, but did yeah. you hear
6: what he's, because they were like, where's the, 1a, where's it at? And yes, that was another and big He's question.
1: like, he's like, it's going to be for another boot. Yes, and uh-huh. the, yeah, he so said that. Were, um, but, but what I was, what I was trying to bring up, Rob, is um, apparently, whenever the, the light switches over to you, you know, you see all the, the, the stuff on the yeah, wall, yeah. uh, the uh, uh, Geiger meter is is sitting there, like it's kind <laughs> of hard, it's in the shadows, but you can see it down there, so it's like, the, okay, the they toe- pulled that one in. The toes <laughs> are toe- there too. But the toaster, we never see. We never see in no, the, never in the kitchen. No, we know the toaster. was the in, toaster in the kitchen. In
4: Sorry, it's in the kitchen. the kitchen. It was at his place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But well, I we remember never
1: seen it. Either. It's the wrong. We
7: never... toaster. No, they had the right toaster in the kitchen though when they showed it on the yes. behind the scenes. It's,
4: it's the
6: wrong. When they did, when uh, Adam Savage goes to the um, the farm uh, farmhouse and he's talking to him and he's like, "Y'all have to move all this set place to here." And I think in that interview. They, he shows him the toaster. Right. He's like, yo, how do you even have the toaster? That toaster has the emblem on. Okay, so this is me nerding out. Oh,
3: so Jesus.
6: That toaster has the company's emblem on the side of the toaster. If you go watch Ghostbusters 2, the version that they have does not have the emblem <laughs> on the side of the toaster. But, and it's and the same just,
7: com- but it is the same it's company. It's the same
6: exact toaster. Yeah. You know, okay. But emblem just, on both
1: sides. Okay, and we just got our official epically geeky stamp for this episode. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
7: so. Well, I don't know. Um, then we start counting all the Easter eggs we saw, too.
1: <laughs> which they didn't. That was fantastic how they didn't take away. Like, you know, she pulls out the crunch bar. Well, of course, that was literally one scene in the first movie. Yes. But it's and it's, all the fans knew exactly what it was but it's just like oh you know she pulled out a, a candy wrapper and then oh no she's found the glasses the blood, I the died glasses.
2: over the twinkie and the, the twinkie and the
1: gloves. Gloves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, how
2: old is that
3: twinkie
7: <laughs> I know oh, God, yeah God. <laughs> and and I caught them in I the maid, the maid service on the so- on the door when she opened the door oh, yeah. that was that was <laughs> original the from the, from the old, door, old yeah. Door. yeah i mean there were so many bits
1: yeah there, there was a like, ton of stuff the real ghostbusters
6: is in there mm-hmm. yeah the oh yeah the uh, the, the bug-eyed ghost
1: yeah.
7: Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yes. Oh,
6: well. That was. Plus, plus that the name was of the fantastic. deputy.
7: The name of the deputy ties in too, since they revealed that Dan Aykroyd's daughter played the deputy. I didn't know that. Yeah, I just caught oh, that, I and this, and her la- and her last name is Medjack, which is one of the names of the producers from Real Ghostbusters.
6: Oh, okay. I didn't know that.
7: I just caught that off of something earlier. Yeah, and I was like, be,
6: when we went to that fan fest for the IMAX. They uh-huh. were supposed to go over. There's supposed to be like 300 different. Easter eggs in this movie,
3: oh, wow. and they were
6: supposed God. to go through a lot of the Easter eggs. Well, apparently they yeah, like they to cut, cut it off. off. And
7: yeah. yeah. Well, maybe that needs to be on the DVD too.
1: <laughs>
6: Hell yes! Like I, I want all that.
1: It's like I, yeah, I would that. love that if they would go through just scene by scene I, and just point out. I
6: can't wait till the 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 commentary for the director uh, when they when we start watching the DVD, you know, so we listen to oh I thought about this scene or that scene, you know, for yeah. all that information.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, I I thought the fight with Gozer was, was fantastic. I love the idea of, and you know, we're just, we'll talk a little bit about 2016, how, I mean, they, they always talked about the proton packs were basically electric lassos to hold onto the ghost that you put it into a trap. And I love the fact that we actually see that like whenever Gozer like wraps her arm around it and then pulls lucky out. Um, I I love the fact that we saw, uh, you know, that a trap would actually work on something that is technically not a ghost. So whenever it it sucks in the the terror dog, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, I love the scene where she's walking up and she's just firing off these horrible, horrible Mm -hmm. jokes. And Gozer's just like just kind of looking at her and then just goes straight into the question, you know are you, are you prepared to die? And she's like, Oh no, I'm 12. 12. Are you, are you? It's a fantastic line. Um, but yeah, so I I love, you know, pulls it out. You know, we get to the scene where it's like, you know, Oh no, you know, things are, things are going down. It's, you know, at the worst possible second. And then we get the original three. And then once again, all the hair stands up on the back of my neck and everything. Um, I don't know how, like, I don't know, the 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 scene didn't hit as well with me the first time I watched it, and I don't know if it's just because I didn't know what to expect, and I didn't know if I was expecting something else, but then after I watched it, I'm like, no, this is exactly how it would have gone down, like, both movies, you know, Venkman is just like, talking constantly to the ghost, yes! I love Ray's whole thing about Ducks Unlimited, and that shot uh-huh. of Bill Murray's just like, alright, wrap it up, Ray. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that you know he's going on and on, and Winston's the one that's trying to quick shot her real quick, and, yeah. and oh, and the fact that that's when they get bla- you know, they get blasted backwards. It's, it's you know, he's like, I don't remember the job being this, you know, painful, and he's like, I do. <laughs> I do exactly. <laughs> you
0: know? Oh, uh, when everybody stared at Ray when she's like, "Are you a god?" and Ray's just like, uh-huh. "Uh huh." Yeah, yes, yeah. like he has to oh, think about. You're
3: fine. It
0: <laughs>
1: so many. Oh, there's so many good yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I also love the fact that they're just like, all right, cool, fire, let's cross the streams and get rid of this. Yeah. Hey, what do you think? Toast this muffin. Yeah.
6: Do you yep. think they killed it with the – because I didn't see the last trailer until that Monday because I, was, I wasn't going to watch the last trailer. In mm-hmm. the last trailer, they showed the three guys. You know the three guys right. right? So do you think that was – no because we all knew
1: they were going to be in it yeah everyone i'm glad did. they didn't show their faces in the trailer though. i'm glad they just showed yeah. like kind of mm-hmm. a mid shot whatever i think that was still done okay um but if you didn't know i think that was their way to finally pull people in who might have been a little bit on the fence of well i don't know about this I in the show that. oh shit like the original guys are coming back for this movie so um okay so anyway we had the battle that you know that you know and then we get Phoebe blasting Gozer and the whole movie I kept thinking, OK, well, we've gotten these kind of like dark shots of, of Egon and that turned out really well. That was really respectful. And I like how they did just the the you know, the you know, the movement like he's moving different things and, you know, and, and manipulating stuff the whole time. I kept thinking, I don't know if I actually want to see. him. I don't know if I, I actually had want
2: the to literal same thought, Eugene.
1: And then when I did, and then when we actually see it, I went, no, this it's this perfect. is right. This is how it should have been.
2: They forced mm-hmm. ghosted him. It, it looked good.
4: He looked fantastic. He looked
1: fantastic.
2: Yeah. That,
4: that, that's going to be uh, that was, seeing that moment, especially all four of them with. Uh, so there was Phoebe, and then the four original Ghostbusters were in a row. Like, that's the way you send that off, right? Like, that yeah. was
5: mm-hmm. perfect. That
4: was, yeah. yeah,
5: I think I cried so much is because Harold's not here. Yeah, and so that's yeah. why it was just like you're seeing. It's like a, he's he's there and he's not. So yeah. it's this beautiful pain that you're experiencing because it's so wonderful to see him, but at the same time it's not him. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting a little choked up
1: talking about it. And uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. it was beautiful.
4: Uh, that was spirit. That yeah. was just, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, their
1: rea- All three of the guys' reactions were just you know. Yeah. Oh Peter's yeah. was like I figured you would have showed. It. Yeah. yeah, and Ray's like, I'm I'm sorry, I I should have yeah. believed you. And then you know yeah. Winston's just like, man, I, I should have called. Like, yeah, yeah, I miss you, my friend. Like, it was yeah. just well done. Yeah, and yeah. then of course he goes and has a moment with Phoebe, and
4: he has a moment with Trevor. Yep, yeah. and the ending was just fantastic. Yeah, I I sorry will about. say I'm glad they didn't give him a voice. A, a I'm voice, glad he didn't. No. No, that didn't was one of the other
1: things.
2: Need a voice. <laughs> a
1: lot of people have said that they're like that. Maybe that may be the line that is just really causes such a problem mm-hmm. with trying to do some of this stuff is um, uh, it just, you know, for whatever reason, it, it, it's hard to make the mouth movement go or whatever. So um, yeah, we lost Rob. I don't know what happened. So I'll have to message him me in a second. Um, uh, yeah. Cause we're, especially cause we're getting, you know, here to the, to the big yeah, stuff or whatever. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, yes. So like I said, I'm like, y'all, I, had to go putting up the tr- okay, so he had to, he had to head out. So, no um, all right, so to wrap up, um, yeah, we get we get on back and like I yeah. can't help it, I teared up. It was mm-hmm. I teared up. it was so all teared fun. up to real
5: and i wanted to ugly sob like i was like oh, I, I did, did
2: all oh i had to cover my, my face with my shirt because i oh, was
5: i was like holding it in i was wiping my tears away logan she's like i was good until i saw you cry and then both of us <laughs> each other. Oh, no, I, went. <laughs> oh I,
7: I, I went i went because i was yeah there was just a lot going on yeah. i
1: i went so yeah. um yeah it just I, like i said it was just so well done and then you know it it Pans up and just says for Harold. Oh, and, then, and then I cried with that.
7: Yes. Oh yeah, I totally cried on that.
1: And then we finally get. It's funny because yes, and it's funny we get we get the thing. You know, uh, uh, Jason from uh, Ghostbusters News was like, he's like, you know, I'm I was certain things I was expecting, and I didn't get a lot of it in this movie. And I really, I really am glad how we got it. He's like, you know, you're expecting, you know, at the beginning of the movie, there's a scene, and you get the the theme, and you know, stuff's going on. It's like, and we didn't get theme until the very end, but it was just. It was great when it happened or whatever. And yeah. then we start getting the, the credits rolling and that right there would have and it came back and said Ghostbusters, not afterlife. It just said yeah. Ghostbusters. Right. And then we start going through, you know, we start going through the cast or whatever. And and it says Anne Sigourney Weaver. And at yeah. that point my brain went
8: Wait, she and then we yeah. get the
1: la- we get the yeah. mid credits. The first scene. one. Yeah. That was perfect. <laughs> which was fantastic. Yeah.
7: I, like I want out. to see all the outtakes from that cuz that's got to be the oh, medical one.
1: A lot. So I'll be honest the the after credit scene I in you know I had pictured or whatever was just going to be a totally throwaway goofy thing. I thought for sure like there were going to be something's going to be on the news about it and it's literally going to be you know they managed to get um uh, uh what's his name? Louis Tully. It's him sitting on a oh, like
7: Miranda's Rick Miranda. Oh, yeah wonderful. Oh,
1: Him sitting mean, on the okay. couch, he's like, oh my god, did you see that? And look over, and it's fucking Slimer. Because why would they not be living in it? apartment?
3: They would both be roommates. But that's not what we got. Which, we
1: got this awesome scene where, you know, she's, you know, clearly pointing out the fact that, you know, you marked the cards, didn't you? And he's like, oh yeah, I'm right. Yeah, <laughs> <For sure. laughs>
4: so, that was yeah. fantastic. Um, so, before we get to the end credit scene then, where was Slimer? Okay, there, so he specifically not... said,
1: Slimer's in New York. There's no reason he should have come to yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah, he wouldn't gone yeah. so
4: which is also
2: nostalgia thing for okay, you okay but um, you could, with like, you Ray? i wanted to see him too he was well, always my favorite
4: all you all they could have done then is when you see the the ecto going down the bridge right going into new york
8: uh-huh. you could
4: have given me a green streak go through <laughs>
8: yeah
1: <laughs>
4: okay there's slimer now there he
2: there. is thank god
4: something oh but anyway. So
1: we get yeah, so we get that, and then the trailer play or you know the, the credits uh, roll or whatever, and then afterwards, which unfortunately a lot of people still get up, and I'm just like, I understand it's not right. a Marvel movie, but we keep going to watch Marvel movies, and people keep getting up, and I'm just like, yeah, what you think the they fuck they is know. wrong with you people? Yeah. Like it's been like ten over ten years of this. Yet. Like <laughs> if you've been waiting to pee this long, you've got time. The credits are pretty long. You could go out yeah. and pee and come back and be perfect. Anyway. So the last thing we get is, um, and he even, and Jason Reitman had said they had gone back through the old, the old scenes, the old, you know, credits and stuff, and they pulled out a scene that they didn't use, and it's, um, it's Janine, you know, trying to give Egon a coin before they go, you know, fight Gozer, and then we see her sitting there with the coin, and she's talking to Winston, and you know the 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 stuff like you know like i said the non canon stuff has always come back that oh well obviously he probably went back to school and got his doctorate because yeah. he's working with three other doctors so why the fuck not yeah. um and uh and i i particularly i like the way the video game handled it because they're like oh he went back and got his doctorate on like uh ancient cultures and stuff because that would be fucking helpful being a ghostbuster yeah. um But the idea that he's this successful businessman, of course, everyone's like, well, what's the one employee that he started with? Surely it was Tully. Surely it was Tully. Uh, Mm -hmm. But um, he's a successful businessman. And then we see him going back to the firehouse and they pull in the car. And then we go down to the basement and we see the old containment unit and the red lights blinking. And that's where it ends. And it's like, okay, you've totally set us up for so much stuff because. yep. Um and we can start kind of talking about if anyone has any ideas or whatever. But a lot of people are like, you know, they're not sure what they necessarily want to see. But it's like, do we, what's funny is a lot of people are like, well, we don't necessarily have to have Trevor and Lucky come back, but we definitely need podcast and and Phoebe. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like, do well, we flash forward ahead, or like maybe they've gone to college in
4: New York and that's why they're there? Or you'd have to get two two actors that nail that chemistry though, and that's going to be difficult.
7: Well, Unless it may take two. It fun. may take two or three years before they make a new movie. They have time to grow. We'll give the they kids time. Yeah. Really I, I yeah. can see Phoebe going to college at 14.
3: Yeah, oh,
1: yeah, that's fair. Or
2: yeah. Going on like a
7: school trip.
1: Yeah, yeah or, there school we
7: trip. go. School trips are good.
2: And even if, so, if they
1: age four, ahead, like she's fit. Like the actress right now is 15, In a couple years she would be 17. She could
6: easily, easily. play 19, easily. 20, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's fair.
7: But, but I will put a plot hole real right there that I did think about the other day as I was as I was driving around is, you know, since Winston was financially helping Ray and financially possibly helping Egon to some extent, so we knew Janine was I involved. I would think
1: so, yes. Yep.
7: Yeah. Then I wonder if Winston wasn't aware of Egon's family, why he was, I mean, I didn't say he had to throw money at him, but to keep them out of struggling so hard. Well, that I was question. my question,
2: too, was how did, like, because... I just thought, I just
7: threw that out there as my own little question. How did that I happen like, without Winston? Yeah.
2: But, yeah, like, time-wise, like, wouldn't they have known that, like, Carla existed and, like... Wouldn't they have met her?
1: and? I don't know. know. See, that's the thing. is timeline, I'm not sure. Here's my big question. Here's my big question, and I threw it out there, and no one had a good answer, and who knows, there may not be a good answer. If Ivo Shandor mined the solarium from Oklahoma, shut everything down in 40-something to build the building in New York to bring Gozer back, why was he still in Oklahoma? Wouldn't you think he would have... Planted himself there at the building in New York?
5: But there was already... Well, it
7: depends on how he interpreted the numbers, though. He may have known something we don't know about the... Remember, all the numbers had an
1: interpretation to them. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, so I guess maybe he was counting on Gozer not successfully coming back in 84?
7: Or maybe maybe he had had some inside knowledge on something. Maybe he had some kind of prediction.
0: But he already knew she wasn't going to survive 84 because 2021 was on the yeah oh uh, well, maybe top uh, you know? um, yeah and if you, if you notice there was also there's a twenty one thirty four or something there was yeah. a something. numbers after that yeah yeah so um yeah, the gozer's sure. not gone she's still someone's got to maintain those traps yep. mm-hmm. okay, yeah okay and so
1: that's my okay so thinking ahead so because people brought up some stuff about ghostbusters too and i was thinking i was like well surely they're not going to retread over, um, over uh, um, Vigo. 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 Yeah. But, uh, what is it? Uh, death is but a door, time is but a window, I will return. Yeah. And I was just, I was literally, like, I was having a hard time going to sleep last night, and I was just like, I don't know if I'd want the whole movie being, like, maybe tracking down other paintings of him and destroying them or something, but I'm just like... How awesome would like the first like you know that's all the advertising it is and like literally the first ten minutes of the next movie is literally bringing him back and then being like yeah you're not getting away this time trapping his ass and putting weight and then we move on to something else it's just like <laughs> okay cool so we wrap that up yeah that'd that be a good yeah, that'd be that'd be a good tease <laughs> yeah great uh, yeah. like build him up to be the big bad or whatever and then literally that's the first ten minutes in the movie and it's just like okay cool what. <laughs> So um,
7: that'd be be a nice surprise. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So because, I mean, it makes sense that, okay, as long as the traps are like you said, as long as the traps are cared for, she's not Mm -hmm. coming back. Like that's not that's not happening. He, on the other hand, technically could come back and then we could start going into other big bads and so on and so forth. I also
7: question whether they need to build a containment center in Oklahoma, though, for all those traps.
1: They're, yes, would that would be do. a good question, because are we going to transport, like, a buttload of traps th- to New York?
7: I think that would be more tra- – I would think that would be higher um, higher risk. It would be better to build a containment center in Oklahoma that maybe that's Trevor and Lucky's job to keep track of that from now on or whatever. A paranormal hazard. Oh, yeah, maybe. So. that would give them a job out in the middle of nowhere.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I would definitely try to figure out which trap has – which one and take one to New York and one to Oklahoma. So if one does get open, it's going to take a right. little while for it to <laughs> we might get a could, little bit of a heads up. Hey, by, by the way, there's something heading your way. It'll mm-hmm. probably be in a couple hours. So yeah.
7: And they could use, and they could use the mine as their new, I don't know. Maybe the mine could be the new place to put all the containments. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think if they if figure out an injury source, I don't know. I'm just Small looking at in like
0: one and Vince Gortho yeah. and the other. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah. going forward, a lot of things have been thrown around. Of course, we've had comics and stuff kind of going on, but um, would you want to see a another movie? Would you want to see a series, or would you want to see maybe another cartoon? Or uh, else, it doesn't have to be one of them. I want all um, of it. <laughs> <wait>. Yeah,
7: <laughs> like I'm I said sorry.
2: In the Beginning, I kind of feel like I would love another movie, mm-hmm. but I also know that it is not easy to catch the same spark twice. Right. And so much you can very much tell that so much thought and care and love went into making this that mm-hmm. I'm not saying that he's not capable of doing it again. I just think it would be very tough. Yeah. And if this is where they wanted to leave it, I would be really
1: fine with that. I
2: would. Well, I think Jason yeah. Reynolds
1: pretty much said he's out. Like he's, he's like, oh, I've yeah. done my movie and set it up for other people to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, but if we I can find
7: think- but we need to find somebody who could be like the Dave Filoni for Ghostbusters so we can have a series.
1: Yes. Yeah. And so that's the problem. That's the thing I worry about. And there's been a lot of comparisons of this movie to The Force Awakens. And justly so. Like mm-hmm. I liked I liked answer the call. I liked it as a movie. But the problem I the, loved biggest, it. the biggest problem is, is it was not Ghostbusters three. And even though Jason Reitman said this is not Ghostbusters three, we were never gonna be happy until we got essentially this movie or something like yeah. it so that we could yes. wrap up the old yes and move forward with new stuff because i think at this point i don't even know how as toxic as everything is i don't even know if people would accept another branch off of 2016 at this point we may have to have yet another movie before we did something like that but okay. i at think this we're back point, to, i think
7: we're under franchises
1: I I would love to see multiple versions, like if we had a cartoon that followed a certain team and we had a series that maybe followed a certain team and then we keep occasionally getting movies or whatever. Because I still yeah. like this I love what they did in the cartoon series where it was multiple dimensions and you know, every so often they had like a crossover and they all like that was the thing was the ghostbusters get real and they met the cartoon versions of themselves. And
7: yeah, that was an excellent episode.
1: That was it. And then later on, they did the same thing with, uh, was it ghostbusters incorporated where they, they, the 2016 came in. Like they even referenced some other stuff. They're like, Oh yeah, there's multiple dimensions. There's, there's one dimension we even went to where Vinkman was working on a golf course and some crazy shit was happening. And it's just <laughs> like, you all fucking made Caddyshack shack ghostbusters, quote unquote, Canon. That's awesome. I love um,
4: so dude, here's my only fear. Sony has the rights.
8: Mm-hmm.
4: Ah, yes, and they do not have a streaming platform right so, now. Yeah. Their work, their plan is Netflix. I know. Right like, now. So if if that's the case, right? Netflix is very hit or miss with their yeah with their series.
7: <laughs> and also hit and also hit or miss with their funding.
4: Yes. Yes. Yeah. So like so when you when you have something like. Um Stranger Things mm-hmm. knocked out of the park. That was fantastic. They did a great job. Same with, it. with the oranges New black. Yeah. Oranges and New Black, yeah. Um the then you then you get what's that? Witcher. The Witcher. Witcher. Fantastic. Like it's it's fantastic. But then you get like lock and key and it's like, ooh. Um I I can think uh, there's a bunch of them. and then you look at some of their movies as well. Bright. Bright had a really great concept and just didn't it's hit. It's cute on it, yeah. yeah. and, and yeah. So I f- I hope they can do it. If they do a series, I I'd rather see a movie. Yeah. Uh only because I think the series would be a harder to pull. Yeah. I think if you if you if you introduce it as a movie first mm-hmm. and you get that support behind it, then you can get into a series after that. But I I think you're going to have to hit with a movie. After this, I don't know. It's it's gonna be hard. The
1: safest bet would either be to work on another movie or yeah. to go cartoon. I honestly think that'd yeah, be the exactly. safest route at this yeah. point.
7: Yeah, and I and I would hope that it would be a cartooning in the level of what we're seeing with like what if and not yeah. going back yeah. to something like Rick and Morty or so. I mean nothing personally against yeah. Rick and Morty. I want a nicer style than what we had. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
5: I I find I'm with Laney. If this is all we get, because I like I liked 2016. I was, I was, it had nothing to do with the female, all female cast. I, I love Kristen Wiig. I love all like most McCarthy, all of them. I love them. And it was great, but it was its own
2: little pocket of
5: something. Mm-hmm. The pocket. It's pocket wanted, yeah. Too and I wanted
2: three. Yeah. Too many people assumed that it was going to be and Ghostbusters be, three. I remember yeah. having a whole conversation with Eugene before it came out yeah. about, no, 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 it's not a sequel. This is a reboot,
4: but
1: it's but, all, I, but it I, also I, I, is no, not a
4: reboot. It's also this weird. But but that was no, the no, other no, problem it was, with it. I was, was, was going to say the, okay, the trailer screwed the truth. The trailer screwed that whole thing up. It yes. did. It made it seem years like years ago. Yes. this happened. Yes. and yes. then so they set it. So up. They set it up like I that. I feel like, like it they couldn't
2: decide how they wanted to market it. Yeah, and it was already playing a losing game because we know how
7: the misogynist
2: yes they just get so butthurt when you touch anything that they because you know melissa mccarthy ruined their whatever i get to be salty because people love to come up to me at cons and act like i am personally responsible for it and that i should be chastised for it so i just think
3: it should have been it should have been been marketed
2: differently i agree with
7: you yeah Yes. Yeah, and and it also had a chance to, I think that the the only thing I wish they had done is I wish they had made it a franchise so the guys could have like flitted in for a minute like, Oh, you guys are gonna handle this franchise, you're on the West Coast now.
5: Yeah.
3: Something that like perfect. that. Perfect. No problem.
5: But it wasn't yeah. so but anyways, but this movie, if this is it, the way they wrapped it up, the way they paid tribute yeah. to it.
3: Perfect. And he's like,
5: I'm done. I'm good. Because like what Eugene was saying with the Star Wars, G J Abrams is a fan, and he yes. and I like... Force Awakens, and then I watched the second one, and I got really bored, and I haven't seen the third one, like I the, just stopped caring. And I like the series oh, that they've oh. done. Yeah,
2: Mandalorian's
5: awesome. But the that's
2: Mandalorian's amazing. fantastic. Oh, I, Mandalorian space western! I love it, so it's really
1: good. Bev, but, you brought up a really good point. I, part of me likes this idea of I've set up this world. I want to see uh, other people playing it. I want to see other people playing the sandbox. Yes. And if it's done right, it's fine. But the problem is, is once again, we have and I like all three of the star of the, the sequel movies for what they are, but mm-hmm. I have to recognize that what uh what Joe Johnson, John uh what he did in the second movie totally screwed what they were hoping to do, and yep. what they did to recover the fumble essentially was okay, but in a lot of ways yeah. was like this is just kind of thrown out that was one of the other things they're like getting some people are complaining and they're like oh i don't know if necessarily gozer i'm like no this made sense that gozer would come back didn't i make necessarily sense that the emperor would come back because he was kind of supposed to be dead so but anyway yeah um
2: but we all know how i feel about star wars movies i watch them with the same excitement as like a puppy i'm like cool star wars i like star yeah. wars and then i just yeah.
1: But I'm like you, Bev. I would like to see someone who is a huge fan that loves Ghostbusters be like, okay, hey, um, I'd kind of like to take up the mantle and yes, and at least have a say
4: in where everything's going. Yeah, Yeah. because I can see Winston hiring new people to carry on. That's what I want to see. Yes, and then
3: we could get more
7: Annie Potts. (gasps) Oh Oh, God, God. yes, Yes. she could do. I mean, I love Annie. Yes.
2: More Annie. Okay. I told Joseph, I said, but I want her to be Janine and also her character
7: from Pretty oh, Pink.
8: Oh, that's
7: true. Yes. and still, and still, so, so Meemaw. She has to still be Meemaw, too. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, she's, she's a busy woman.
4: There's two things in this movie that I could see continuing on, right? So, one is Winston carrying this on, the other is there's that coin, right? She mentioned she gave one to to um for herself as well so I'm curious if there's gonna be something there who knows maybe you could mm-hmm. uh and then the other thing that i I would love to see is Paul Rudd carry on the, the maybe he joins as a ghostbuster oh, oh, he,
1: as long as his schedule's cleared I, I i his character totally makes sense that he
0: would fucking be a, a ghostbuster yes. right? <laughs> he, yes. yeah, yeah. He's a scientist he's <laughs> He's already right. Yeah. 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 Oklahoma. Yeah. Right. So So
4: I I think you could see that, and and if I think the fans would get behind it if you do that, and then that would still allow Phoebe because he was he'd obviously marry her mom, Mm -hmm. right? So so Phoebe would be tagged along, and maybe that's how they get to New York. Yes. Right. So
7: that makes sense. Oh yeah, that all makes sense
4: yeah so but,
1: whatever they do, uh, surely they're going to do something. The movie is performing better than they originally hoped. They were hoping yeah. I think for twenty to thirty million for opening weekend they got forty two I think That's um big. and then it's yeah. still been doing really well um It's funny, so there was kind of a back and forth of course you know people being on the internet, but it was kind of a back and forth. It was like, well, did it stay number one again, or did the quote unquote stupid Pixar movie? and I'm like, no, it doesn't look like a stupid Pixar movie. It's like it's a Pixar movie about you know an ethnicity and you know telling someone's you know Somebody's their culture and stuff story. so it's i I, I wanna California. see that do well, but on the other hand, it's also Pixar if Pixar has another crappy one, oh well, Pixar's gonna keep making movies if yeah, this doesn't Pixar do doesn't super really great, yeah, this is it, so well well uh, yeah. plus.
7: Plus, we know that Disney like cranked out the, you know, the marketing thing. I mean, we've we've been bumping into
1: people that didn't even know there was a new Ghostbusters movie. Oh out. my God! So many people yeah. like were like, you know, really? Yes. Seriously? Why are you yes. Here? We're here promoting the new movie. When There's a did movie? That come out! It came out this weekend. Wait, That's why you're huh? here. Wow. Yeah.
7: Oh. oh yeah, we had that several times. I mean, mm-hmm. there weren't any standees, or ha- I mean, that we're aware of. Although my friend yes. in California, my friend in California says there were standees in L.A. I I, I tell tell him to take a picture and send it to me because I want to see it. I want to see proof
1: because see, part of it was I was even thinking that like I had one of the um, we had we got a hold of one of the standees from uh, 2016. And we were just using the logo and like, you know, putting it up as a background to take pictures in front of or whatever. And I was like, that one got all messed up. And I was just like, oh, well, maybe I can get one from the new movie. And that was one of the things I noticed. Everything. Every theater I've gone to, I was like, there's no standees up there. So, and I uh, almost wonder if the the ectomobile, the popcorn thing. I wonder if that was an issue where they didn't get shipped out and they're still sitting somewhere in California. Yeah.
7: Oh yeah, that's what they claim. That's what my yep. friend, that's what uh, that's what uh, Stephen said. How really? he talk to somebody at AMC? I don't know. <sighs> but then, but then also look at how they got. We basically blew up their website on on Monday.
1: Oh, yes. So who t-
2: t- that stuff, Eugene? Is it Ghost Corps?
1: No, so uh, they ordered all the stuff, and I'm sure they had everything set up, but um, it was
7: AMC's job to do their marketing, not their, a, not, not Ghost Corps. Ghost Corps yeah. just said, "Yeah, you could, t- you want to build an ecto and make it light up and sell it for, you know, for 35 bucks? Go ahead."
1: But supposedly yeah, uh, a bunch of them that were supposed to be shipped out are sitting in uh, shipping containers in California, along with a bunch of other crap.
7: Yeah, because like that link I sent you, I, that link David sent me. I mean, you go look, and we didn't get anything, and Central Texas got nothing.
1: Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, I didn't Texas manage here. to get a hold of two of them, so like I said, whenever, whenever, oh. whenever the dust settles and everyone gets theirs, so if there's anyone that still needs one, I'll sell it for. And
7: I price. same thing here,
1: same if, here. I got if,
7: supposedly I have two coming.
1: Yeah, and if not, I'll just I'm literally going to go to one of the groups and just be like, hey, um, what was it, thirty four dollars, uh, thirty five bucks plus shipping. I'm not going to scalp this. I refuse. Oh, absolutely to do.
7: no, but no one's going to scalp. We're not going to scalp That's- each other.
1: Yeah. So anyway, in fact,
7: right. tomorrow we need to. In fact, tomorrow we need to get up for Target for the for the Egon figure. Yeah,
1: don't get me started. I had one in my hand <laughs> on Wednesday, and they I wouldn't do. let you buy it. And they wouldn't let me buy it.
7: I know. No. I'm gonna. I'm take I'm gonna get up at and eight o'clock go down to my Target.
1: Yeah, I'll be getting up at eight tomorrow too. So. Uh, the Plasma series, the newest series of the, the action figures that they've released that I was not going to collect until my boys bought me the three original guys. And I was like, well, I have to have the other three. Yeah, uh, Phoebe kind of was I not do. released until this week. And then it technically doesn't drop until tomorrow. And it's a two pack of her and um, Spectral I think we Spectral I'll
7: go Spectral Egon is my that's name for it. And oh it's just God. like
1: I have to fucking have that. So, me too. I yeah. have to get it, but too. But people were seeing it, the, you know, they saw it at Target, they take it to the front, and the register would lock up on them. They couldn't sell it until technically tomorrow morning. And yeah. a few people who did manage to get it out, of course, are already trying to sell it for two and three and four times what it's worth. So it's just like, masters.
7: Anyway, yeah,
1: exactly. That, that is bastard. our show for the month, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, hopefully you're a fan of Ghostbusters. If not, uh, I don't know why you're listening to this episode. <laughs> yeah, so okay. – um Let's go ahead and we're just gonna do really quick picks or pans. Uh, would anyone like to go first?
0: Are we allowed Uh, to say
1: Ghostbusters? Yeah, sure. Why not? (laughs) I have a pick. What's your pick, Lainey?
2: It's emotional. Is everybody ready? Yes. Yeah. Put on your emotional seatbelts. Let's go. Okay. So, um, I had a very emotional reaction to watching this movie. Uh
3: huh. Uh,
2: For some reasons that I won't get into here. Um, but I had the movie in and of itself was very, very much a pick for me. It was just everything I could have hoped for. I also kind of love to see Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray on screen together just because it reminds me of growing up and my dad and, you oh. know, watching, uh, watching Saturday Night Live with him and, you know, just things that you do with your classic rock dad that, uh, that yeah, that just make for a very, very strange father daughter relationship. But earlier in the week, I actually had the opportunity to go and see, uh, the Rolling Stones. So it was a very (laughs) emotional week for me. That was my dad's favorite band. Um, growing up, that was, very much something that we shared. And so when Eugene went and saw the movie and called me and was like, I just need to warn you, Mm. it's a lot of dad stuff. So just be ready. But all in all, like it was just, it was very, very nice to kind of get to take part in two different things that are very I'm trying really hard not to cry, and I'm doing a really terrible job. You're okay. So, um, <laughs>
3: you're my yeah, friends. It,
2: it was very, very nice to kind of get to take part in two different things that were very nostalgic for me um, and just made me feel really connected, you know? Um, my dad will have been gone for four years this winter. And it's just hard because as they're gone, you know, anybody that's ever lost, someone knows it's just, it's hard as the years go on and you don't ever want that person's memory to disappear. And so it means a lot for me to get to kind of take part in, in things that I did share with him. And so it was just very nice, even though this, the last two weeks have been absolutely insane and very (laughs) just emotionally taxing, um, and everything. It was very, very nice as I come upon this season that is really difficult for me to kind of get to feel like he's right there. So that is my pick. (laughs) My (laughs) pick is that I am a giant baby and (laughs) have cried a lot in the last week. So... (laughs) But, yes, it was just really, really nice. And also my pick is the fact that Eugene was smart enough to call me and go, hey, you oh, just really need to be ready.
1: I got to watch out for my little sister on this Pizza. one. He so. does. Um, I'm going to jump in here real quick and say uh, it's been pretty emotional for me as well. Uh, you know, I lost my dad last year. And uh, having the Ecto up and running and doing it in parades and stuff, that was something that he was going to do for me. And yeah. not having him here to do that. Um yeah, I, you know, I thought a lot about him and he would have loved this movie. It would have been fun to go see this movie with him. So, um, him. so yeah, and then of course, just, you know, the whole thing of seeing someone you've lost on screen is just, you know, a thing. Um, that's one of the reasons it hit me. Uh, my, my pick for the week is, uh, my wife. Um,
3: well, I like her
1: too. New York is like her thing. Like that's, that's her big thing. And the fact that she told me to go on without her to sit, to do the things that I did, um, like i i I literally when I was at the today show, they were handing out these uh these like panel wave things or whatever, and as soon as I got one, I was like, all right, my mission right now is to get everyone's autograph that I can for her, and I did it, and I called her, and she just broke down in tears, you know she was so she was so sad she couldn't come, but you know it's understandable why she wasn't able to come um but she did that for me she uh you know she drove the ecto in two parades, and yeah. um. You know that like the one of them, it was a two and a half hour drive to get down there to it, and she did it and did the parade and you know, um, and she's just been very supportive of me for you know I dress up as a fucking Ghostbuster and I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna be gone this weekend, I'm gonna be doing stuff and raising money for something or, or doing whatever, and you know she rolls with it, so um, yeah, she's my pick for the week because like I said, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be able to do half of the crazy shit that I do, so. Uh, Ray, you got a pick or Pan. You're gonna put me up after those two? Like, <laughs> seriously? Yeah, something non-emotional. That's, was that's for you calling me out for saying stay after the movie like ten times, yeah. which I, I had to make <laughs> sure. I had to make There's sure everyone knew. You you just
2: stay after the movie. Did you guys know that? Are you aware? <laughs> In ten different. So there,
4: that'll be my pick. Is that I got to stay after the credits because I knew two. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Chris, do you have a picker pan?
5: Oh my God! Uh, oh, our poor dog. I don't know what's going on with him. We have a um, pan.
4: That's my dog uh, being a the ass. But anyway. Uh,
5: so obviously, the Ghostbusters. It was worth me. It was worth us going out. It was our first venture out in almost two years. I haven't been
4: in the theater since
5: last March, March twenty. That's, 2020.
1: Awesome. that's I, um, I'm glad it was this movie. Like this.
4: Yeah, me too. So was worth it. The last movie we saw was Onward. Onward.
5: That was the last movie we saw. Hey, Dune. that was this the
1: one
4: we the
5: saw before everything shut movie. down. Wow. <laughs> this one. So it's a good bookend. Also, I will say, mm-hmm. I watched Dune. Yes. That's my pick. pick, is Dune. That was
3: watch very it yeah, it. I liked it.
5: I feel like, for me, that's my Star Wars, because I, now I want to read all the books. I want to get into it, because I didn't know anything about it. Nothing going in, and I liked it.
4: Apparently, book five gets really weird, but apparently. <laughs>
5: I feel like, like the weird thing is like it's a whole weird. Oh yeah,
4: no, it was going, yeah. it was it was cool. Yeah. Um. So, so another, that's
5: my pick is I watched Dune.
4: The other one that cool. I'll I'll throw out there is we're listening to the Singularity Trap. Oh yeah. Um. Okay, by Tennessee okay. okay. Taylor. By Tennessee Taylor. Uh-huh. Uh, interesting. <laughs> I, I don't really have anything else to say because we're not quite done yet. Um. We'll have we'll a
1: discussion back. because I yeah I I think I know where you're coming from. It's like
4: this is good, but it's not bob yeah it's it's what's going on anyway it's not bob
1: and it's not outline it's so, not new, no, no. New. yeah
4: anyway
1: okay, uh, okay. joseph
0: you got a <laughs> your pan uh i don't know i guess i i finished uh after six months i would say of an hour a day from my commute to work oh. doing the Silmarillion, then The Hobbit, and then The Fellowship of the Ring, The Two Towers, <laughs> and then Return of the King. I finally finished all of those about a week and a half ago. Oh, wow. Uh, and then I watched the extended edition of The Three Hobbits, The Fellowship of the Ring, and The Two Towers. I still need The Return of the King to finish it off. But uh, it's it, it felt different watching them this time. Because I, I, I try to do The Lord of the Rings you know, once a year at least, go through, one, go through them all. But I hadn't read the book since I was in high school. So going mm-hmm. back and watching all the extended editions now, just having read the books themselves, it's a much different experience. A lot of things hit a lot differently.
1: hmm Yeah. If it does. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I still so want to. I, I really want to go back and rewatch them, but I'm like, do I take the boys on this journey with me if I'm going? I'm that's, that's a lot. That's <laughs> Pretty, 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 pretty epic journey. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. So
0: my thing now is <laughs> Woo! I have a bunch of audible credits to do I want to get the rest of the stuff, like the children are hearing and, you know, like the essays and all. Do I want to go down those rabbit or do I want to start a whole new series? I have until tomorrow to decide because Monday I go back to work and I need to start a new book. Yeah. Uh, I haven't started Dune yet. It's sitting mm-hmm. in my library. It's 30 hours, so it's going to take me. It's gonna take me a minute to finish, but uh, if I go down that rabbit hole, I'm gonna want to read them all. Yeah. Have you,
1: yeah. Have you before you do that? Have you read uh, any of the Baba
6: verse books?
0: No. Oh, oh, you got <laughs> to
6: read <laughs> They're so good.
1: Guaranteed. Hate you, all. you will love
6: You're
1: all. Just like. Yeah, you gotta read them. Sealed. They're- Us three, Sean. I yeah. guarantee you will like these books. Like Give yeah. the first one; you will be hooked after the first one, and you'll just keep going. There's only well, four books, so it's not like it's going to eat up forever.
0: Someone will send me a message with what they're called so I can find them on Audible.
4: And... I will do that, and then listen to Two. the Wizard's
0: Butler. That's a good one too. So <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> I'll take recommendations. Right, like, oh, yeah. uh, oh, well, I don't. Recommendations. Uh, well, don't worry; they will recommend. Yes, got yeah. you, you covered, dude. So on, uh, average, on average, right now, by the time I finish. A book uh because of like my community and everything like that, my automobile membership reups, so by the time I finish it, i so far, the biggest gap between the end of a book and when I can get another one for free has been two days, so like I'm just like churning them out mm-hmm. nice,
4: so you're gonna join their book club then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bev, do you
1: have a pick or pan for us? Just something that you really enjoyed, something you didn't really care for.
7: I'll give a mini pan to the Alamo Theater just because I didn't like the promos they put in front of Ghostbusters because we knew it was going to have littles.
1: AMC was, did the same thing,
7: and I didn't like that they were running like the Kingsman with the you know because I'm just saying <laughs> you know you see a head slashing and you know yeah. and, like it, and and the Matrix three and like, or Matrix four whatever it is. I was I I actually went to a, I actually went to a manager when we were at the first Alamo night and said. I question this. This wasn't so. These aren't Sony movies. You don't have to put them here. You could put the new Disney film and this film and the Clifford Not film. What
2: they did it R. They did the Disney. They didn't. No, they,
7: Castle, no. Alamo completely did very. I mean, the first thing said this trailer is rated R. And I went, wait a minute, we're at a PG movie. What the hell yep. are they doing? Yep, and I knew there was I, little kid, and there were little kids next to me, and I was very, I, 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 I expressed myself at both the Alamos about that. <laughs> Otherwise, my. My pick is I've been visiting Pern again, so I've been, since I had my, I finally got one, I had cataract surgery last month, so I can finally read again, so I'm back on Pern reading. (laughs) I'm visiting my dragons. (laughs) Always a good place to be. And my feelings about the movie are the same as everybody else's. Uh, Perfect closure, if it's going to be closure. Leaves a big opening if we can have more things happen, Mm -hmm. and... Similar is about how I feel, because like I said, to me, Egon was my Mr. was my Mr. Spock and my dad rolled into one, because that was my dad.
3: Nice.
7: He, he actually was. He actually was a PhD chemist. Oh and, wow! Okay. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I have no idea what he did for a living. I just know he went and did stuff.
8: <laughs> 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 but I'm just
7: saying that would be. That's how I, I kind of com- I compared myself to Egon's daughter. It's like
8: right. you don't
7: know what your dad does. I mean, I've got these patents of his that I don't know what they do. Mm-hmm. I know he made coatings for Tylenol and. The stuff that helps you, you know, kids' diapers absorb, and the the foam for firefighting. Those are the three things I know he he helped build parts of.
0: Wow, wow, that's awesome.
7: <laughs> yeah, beyond that, I don't know any of it because none of that none of that came through my genes.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. Um, well, that is our show for the month, ladies and gentlemen. If you would, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, wherever it is you listen to the show. As always, you can find us at Epically Geeky on uh, epicallygeeky.com. Um, what, there you can also find the other shows we do, The Marginally Geeky Show, our book club, uh, The Creatively Geeky Show, our uh, our show about being creative. And uh, Jen is supposed to be getting us another episode of Sustainably Geeky. Uh, <laughs> apparently, she's having some a hard time getting some people scheduled. So... Uh, you know, definitely check in and, and see what's going on on there. So, and then you can find us at Epically Geeky
4: on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Where can we find you online, Ray? Uh, the Reluctant Yeti on Instagram. Uh, someday I'll post again. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Chris, where can we find you online?
5: Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Rosen and Hummingbird, and again, I will post someday.
1: Gotcha. Uh, Lainey.
2: You can find me on Instagram at It's Lainey Bird. I, it's, yeah.
1: Follow her <laughs> stories. She doesn't post. She just does stories.
2: Sometimes I do stories, and sometimes I play inappropriate music. So make sure your volume is turned down.
1: Yes. Which <laughs> is why my phone is constantly on mute. And Christy's like, why didn't? Why is your phone on mute? I'm like, because I'm watching
0: Lainey's."
2: Because Lainey stories. likes to put Meg the Stallion in the background of everything. Deal with so, it.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> Joseph, where can we find you online? Uh,
0: just Google my name. I'm there somewhere. Oh my God. Please don't uh, do also, that. Also, I don't post. <laughs> Anything. I think the last time I posted something was like in 2018. So um, you, you posted
2: know. about me like two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know more about me, you can go
1: to Joseph's Instagram. Well, there you go. <laughs> Bev, do you have a social media presence?
7: I, I play on Facebook like an old person, and I'm also on Twitter and Instagram under Beach CCTX. Nice. But mostly, I'm mostly I'm on Facebook because that's where all my friends are. That's our little high school gathering
1: nice uh and as always if you want to follow my individual wacky adventure you can follow me online at Optimus gene on facebook instagram and twitter for everyone on the site have a good night